Hey, it's V. Thanks for joining us here at D4. I really, hey, Harold, stop, it's my turn. Anyways, enjoy. Hey everyone, and welcome to D4, where I, Devin. And I, Dustin, co-DM a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. As you can see, we are down a bard at the moment because, well, he's on a grand adventure and we'll see what happens later on if he comes back. Yeah, when and or if. <laughs> um, but um, let's get on with our, some, our show. Our show. Yeah, here we go. You ready? Who, who needs Harold? Yeah, it's gonna be great. <sighs> well, howdy, y'all. Wait, are we, are we, what, what are we doing back? Well, some idiot decided to make a deal with some guy and got himself hitched into another dimension down yonder. Oh, well, will he be back? Now, who knows? Who cares? We're here to talk about Eldritch Foundry. Oh, you know, I've really gotten into those uh, dang old Dungeons and Durgans games, and uh, these little plastic people, oh, they sure are darn heckin' life-like, and I was afraid, I was afraid one of them hag creatures cursed my friends. Now, we went over this last time. Ain't no man, woman, uh, yes, or anyone in between that can turn people into plastic. Oh, what about a Medusa? Or a Basilisk? Oh, or that darn Xanathar. That stone. Now, pay attention. Hey, what if I wanted to play a bandit or an angel or a military guy in a post-apocalyptic setting? Well, hay is for horses, um, but you can be any of those in a new huge selection of items, clothes, headgear, weapons, hair options, and more uh, in the coming weeks. Well, hell, that sounds like a root tootin' good time, but what if I want one now? Well, you can enter hashtag Eldritch into the chat at Rock Punch ATL's Twitch channel for your chance to win a free miniature from the Elder Gods themselves over at Eldritch Foundry. Yeah, I was all. I, oh, I also found an extra set of these mythic dice laying around now, here. Don't go messing around with those. The energy pouring off those things is insane. You know. You know what? All you out there, enter hashtag Beyond to win this set of digital mythic dice from D and D Beyond. So Emmett here, don't don't get them. How about we give two? Oh, we, oh, all right. I guess we'll give away two then. That sounds, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. You know what? I'm going to enter 400 times to win. Uh, please don't let him win. Enter only once to not be disqualified. I'm sure someone more qualified will remind all of you out there about these giveaways throughout the show. Uh, yep. Now let's, let's get to our sponsors. Yeah. Well, goodbye, country folk. And hello to me, a non-country person. Here to give you kind of a sweet summary of Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Now, I could go for eons, as I did last time, talking about the beginning parts of uh, Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, but D&D Beyond has actually provided you with a lot of information. Um, huh? You're good. Sum up? Nope, yep, you, you, you're good now. Okay. And just like that, we're back in. Stuff like that can happen during Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, where suddenly you'll lose your voice, taken from you by a giant digital owlbear, ripped from the heavens and storm across the skies. But speaking of, uh, both Todd Kenrick and James Hick have both written a lot about this to prepare you for the upcoming adventure. Um, Icewind Dale has a long history in Dungeons and Dragons, and the fact that they are coming back to it means that they are not only going to be pulling from that history, but also adding a whole new line to it. So check that out. Pre-order now. Uh, comes out. When was that? September. September fifteenth. 
September 15th, that's what I thought. You know what would go great with your order? A nice box from Beetle and Grimm's Pandemonium Warehouse. A platinum edition box. A platinum edition box for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. It is available right now. They are, however, selling out. They're, they're going quick. So if you're interested, get onto their website. That's beetleandgrimms.com or pandemoniumwarehouse.com and pick it up today. You can also procure one of these, the gold edition Eberron box or the silver, what is going on there? Or the silver edition box for uh, Descent into Avernus. So head on over there, pick your stuff up and they've got some really cool things coming up. So uh, keep an eye on their Twitch channel. Some of them are uh, charity objects, including an item in their store right now, the pride shirt which uh, a portion of the proceeds goes to the Trevor Project. So it's an awesome shirt for an awesome cause. Head over to their store and get yours today. Hey, it's me, the other Katie. I know that you guys really like Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, we all really like Dungeons and Dragons, but what if you were in a world where you got this like really cool D20 from some goddess from like space or something and it gave you magic powers but you're like this is cool but like I just feel like using this for personal advantage and just like having fun you know what I mean which is why you guys should also watch Dice Lords made by Rock Punch ATL you can watch it in recent uh broadcasts that's the word the word is broadcast recent broadcasts on their stream channel, which of course is Rock Punching TL. It's where we are right now. It's where we always are. It's pretty great. It's pretty cool. Also, do you like this cat? Do you like him? Well, he's in it. He made his on-screen debut in Dice Lords. So just think about that. Think about that. Rock Punch ATL. And if you just want to check out d4dnd.com, we have a bunch of merch on there. And before the digital owlbear comes for my connection and, or my background even, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it back to the DMs. <laughs> Without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4.
And we're back. Yes. Last time on Dogmatic Doomsayers and a Distraught Dictator. As the group gathers to talk about what to do in the field ward, there's a flash of light that emanates near the front door that ushers them to investigate. Standing where the homunculi of Avron was, Harold's patron dissolved. They find a red-haired elf teleporting in and learn that it is Sophias, Avron's wife and member of Silver and Steel. Much like Averin's homunculi, they find out she is actually a clone of the original Sophias, who has been sent to ask Harold to help his friend Orkira, who is in danger. She was not sure when the signs to leave would come and join them on their venture to the field ward. As the party heads off to the field ward, Voss heads to meet up with Istrid at the Yawning Portal to discuss resurrecting a certain goldfish. The discussion was hard-pressed when he discovered she charges a service fee of 100 dragons, and that was the discount rate for fellow Doom Readers. The rest of the BFGs and Sophias head to the field ward and begin their day by teaching, uh, teaching reading, uh, bolstering morale by speaking and entertaining, and even uh, teaching a few launderers prestidigitation through the magical weave of Mistra. As the group is walking around, they come to a halfling woman with blue skin who is doom-speaking about the end of days, skies turning to blood, the earth quivering below them, and bugbears on the moon. Soon after, a cart overturned, spilling spoiled fruit, and out while the party helps pick it up and kind of gathering the, the, the spilled, spoiled fruit, Boss's coin purse is taken by a small child who takes off running, causing a chase as the party chases after. Finally, catching the boy and discovering he is the son of the cart owner, who is, the, the overturning was a con and a distraction, Seisha actually speaks to him and offers a job to him and his son. At that point, V gets a paper bird message from Renair telling them to head back to the tavern so they could say goodbye to Salazar, who was heading out on his first Order of the Gauntlet mission. As they head to the spirits of Trollskull and learn Salazar is headed to a small farming village to stop some shadows, which he's confused about because everyone has shadows and his shadow has never turned on him, but he is excited to be an adventurer finally. While they are at the tavern, Yosef trips and falls over a patron of wearing some nice clothing and they learn from the patron that his last name is Hailing Horse, as the patron was a former uh, servant of a noble family that was killed during the masked murders only a year ago. But Yosef had been missing for more, more than two years at this point. As they settle down to eat some of their favorite foods from Sophia's, as she magically procures from her bag that has some strange purple tentacles that come out of it that she says is her pet. The ground outside crumbles away as the Xanathar himself floats out with a small posse of Durgar and a blue and copper dragon, or bronze dragon. The Xanathar beholder demands the return of Silgar as his flesh melts off and he turns into a death tyrant. The fight is hard. But aid comes from Zaraj across the street, as well as Salazar and Renair, who join the fight. As the fight rages on, the BFGs are paralyzed, charmed, put to sleep, beaten down, and brought back up 
when they can, as the central eye of the death tyrant does not allow one's wounds to be healed. But they finally are able to best it when Harold's patron himself, Averin, joins the fight. And eventually they bring him down. And as the crumbling skull falls to the ground, the skies turn red and red lightning crackles across the sky. The ground shakes all throughout Waterdeep. And as Averin looks up, tells the group that he has to leave. He has another place to be. He teleports out. And as soon as he leaves, Sophias and Harold feel something buzzing in their pocket. And as they pull out the coin with Averin's face on it, they disappear in a flash. And that is where we're going to pick up tonight's session. The storm continues the surge across the sky in every direction. And where the sky should be a rainbow of colors painted painted across in a sunset, you see nothing but a color of blood. Tumultuous clouds roll and the rumbling sounds of thunder echo across the sky. Flashes of red radiate through the clouds like flashes of light. For a second, you think you see a massive purple burst of light high in the clouds in a very, very far distance towards the north. The earth around you shakes and rumbles with an intense ferocity of tremors that cause countless uh, fissures throughout the city and uh, people begin to panic and scatter with their eyes fixed to the skies. The tavern rumbles as you hear the screams of patrons and kitchenware clattering to the ground. The shockwave that courses through the ground is enough to cause the earth to be difficult to navigate, but not enough to cause more than, a mi than minor fissures and cracks here and there in the groundwork and architecture. You look to where Avon, Sophias, and Harold once stood, and it's as if they have been banished, leaving emptiness in their wake. But what Brit begins to take their place are the four Duragar bodies that begin to twitch and stand, slack jaws, eyes vacant, groaning and shambling in your direction. What do you do? I... Uh, roll for initiative? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to roll for initiative. Just tell me what you do. Um, I'm oh. going to attack the undead. Okay. And put them down, and I still have uh, my wings up, correct? Uh, your wings are still up. Yep, okay. you've only been up for... I think it was two rounds. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it took me three, because it took me one to get to him. Yep, so 18 second seconds. Attack. <laughs> yeah. 18 seconds. You got, se you got seven more rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Um, um, I'm going to smite. Well, not smite. I'm just going to beat them, because they're zombies. Okay. All right, yeah, so you go ahead and you swing on one. Um, it's, yeah. it's coming towards you. Um, while you roll that, um, Voss, what are you doing? Um, so we got four zombies coming after us. Yeah, three um, of them are in the, the corpses. The alchemist, the one that had the glass daggers, and then the one that had almost like sunken gaunt features. And the fourth one is the construct, the one in the suit of armor itself that isn't really armor, as it's more like itself shoved into um, an Iron Maiden. Are they currently threatening anything like the bar or patrons around us? Uh, they're shambling towards you all. Like, okay. Just... I... Yep. I will um, also attack. Okay. Go ahead and... Uh... Uh, um, attack a separate one aside from Seisha and see if we okay. can take all these down quickly. Absolutely. Um, Seisha, what'd you get to hit? 22. Absolutely. Uh, what's your damage? Uh, that's going to be 17 points of damage. Okay. 
Uh, so 17 points of damage on that one. Yes. Cool. Um, and then while Voss is rolling and dealing his um, damage, V, what are you doing? Oh, you're muted. You're, you're muted, babe. It's weird. It doesn't say she is. Yeah. Sorry, besides getting um, that, that eyelash out of my eyeball. Um. <laughs> uh, so there's this uh, zombified Durgar dwarf moving towards you, shambling towards you. I take it. Okay. I hit uh, it with a stick. No. Yep. Um. As as Renair starts to make his way <laughs> towards you, as this thing is going, uh, he sees it lunging towards you and will move to flank with you, so you can make your attack at advantage. Nice. Okay. Um. I will do that. Uh, while you're rolling that, boss, what'd you get? Twenty-three to hit. That hits. Twenty-three points of damage. All right. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Nineteen to hit. Uh, 19 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Um, okay. Finley, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to do a little toll the dead action since these guys are already dead. Yeah. On which one? Uh, the one not being assaulted. The one okay. probably walking up to me. Okay. Absolutely. Um, Voss, you bring your rapier through, right through the, the neck as it goes up, and you watch as it like quivers for a second. You think it's going to keep going but it crumbles and falls to the ground. Don't forget, Seisha, you have a second attack. You're oh, yeah, that's right. I do, don't I? Yep. Um, how much damage did you do, V? I did 10 damage, by the 10? way. Okay, yeah. got it. Go ahead and roll your second attack because it's still standing coming at you. Yeah. And uh, wisdom save, mm -hmm. it fails on your Toll the Dead, Vinley. So that's Second 10. attack's eight. Eight will still hit. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I accidentally rolled damage, not an eight. My bad, I fucked that up. But There's zombies, they don't have very good hit points, or very, very good uh, armor class. Well, 12, 12, okay. <laughs> eight, eight points of damage, um, total. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, comes in with two quick slashes with his rapier. Wow, he just critted on both. I, I just rolled oh, two. Oh, yeah! I saw a man. Maybe? No. no. Okay. Yeah. So, and 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 with that, he'll he'll quick slash and decapitate it. Um, Vinley, the how much damage did you do? Um, I did ten points of damage, and I'm also mo moving towards Foss. Like, um, um, a little help here as I'm like trying to cast spells at it. And as as you're doing, are you you're still invisible though, right? No, I dropped that. Okay. So as that uh, Salazar, like, oh, where would you come from? Hold on, I got him, and he like moves. Uh, his hands and he begins to like rake across the, the sky or like just the air and you see the flaming sphere move into uh, that uh, the, the zombie, the Durgar um, that you were attacking Vinley. will fail so it will take its so add four more fire damage to that one and as, as you start to backing up like moving up with Voss uh, Seisha what was your next damage? Uh, damage is 13. 13? Okay. Yeah. And it hit. Um, and as, as you cut into it, you actually watch as you cleave mostly from the neck all the way down and you watch as the head begins to like just hang off and he goes to collapse, but he goes to a knee and then stands back up head just hanging on by a loose bit of flesh as he continues to move towards you. Oh, you think you're special, don't you? Uh, soaring through the air. 
is a long black arrow with a spiral periton fletchings that slams and embeds itself into the side of the housing building adjacent from the front of the manor. A thin rope infused with threads of adamantine stretches taut against the anchored arrow from the large bow now lodged into the frame of the greenhouse window. Hanging from a folded belt of leather is the intense and stoic gray-skinned half-orc Zaraj as he slides down before dropping and rolling across the ground, pulling his massive kukri glaive from his back. That is his turn. Yep. Uh, he is going to land uh, in front of you, Venli. Uh, as he, so cool. <laughs> as, he, as he lands, pulls the glaive down and uh, gets and puts himself between you and the uh, mechanical zombie, uh, the zombie in the me mechan mechanic yeah. who is coming she'll, towards you. She'll just say, "Thanks for the help, big guy." Um, Sasha, the one on you is going to try to attack you, um, uh -huh. but an eighteen, I'm pretty sure, is going to miss you. Nope, miss. Boss, does a seven hit you? No, it does not, sir. And then on Zorach. Yep. Doesn't hit him. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, the, the the one the one doesn't attack you, boss. Uh, that one was you killed that one. Um, oh. He he failed his uh, undead fortitude. So. Got it. All right. Um. Um. So uh, Sasha, the one on you. You go ahead and make another attack roll. Yep. yep. Um, v, uh, hit see... and uh, 13. Uh, what in 13? Uh, well, the first one's going to be a 23. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both, both, hit. both hit. Roll both okay. your damage. Uh, just hold on before you. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me your damages. 10. For the... okay. or, I'm sorry, 12 for the first one. Yep. And 18 for the second. Okay, so the first one you cut into his its stomach, its entrails spill out as again it collapses to a knee but gets back up. And as it gets up before it even all before it stands up completely, you just take its head completely off and it crumbles to the ground. Um, um, boss, there is one more. You see that um, Zaraj is standing near it. It has a flaming spear literally burning yeah. into it. Uh, for brevity's sake. I'm gonna say all of you, with you and all of your allies easily take this one out. Yeah. Um, even though its armor class is a little bit higher because it's in the mechanized suit, but you're easily able to to bring it down as well. Um, and you kind of get the sense now, um, Benly will say just with your your passive arcana um, that witnessing the both the these and the dragonborn from earlier that anything that falls and dies within the eye of this death tyrant immediately animates into a zombie okay i would like to go get a fragment of his skull okay uh we can get into that um as you're doing this after all of the bodies in the durgar fall once again you watch Zaraj calmly and methodically sever the heads of each of the former undead um renair kind of steps up to you and... Um, Go, goes to you, V. V. And with a look of concern that floods his cheery calm that he typically has, um, he sheathes his blades and brushes your hair out of your face as he looks up to you. I've never fought a death tyrant before, but I've heard tale of the deadly effects of their main eye. Seems the rest is about the same. Are, are you all right? Yeah, I, I just... Um... 
this was a lot more than I had planned to do today. <laughs> uh, of course, you, of course, you're fine. Now. You can take a hit harder than most anyone I know. I was worried when I saw you fall, and I kept trying to get to you, but oh I'm yeah, I, just, I need um, a, a you know a mid-fight nap. Yeah, we. We should work on your mental resilience. I know Vajra has someone, a diviner, I think, that specializes in matters of the psyche. Maybe we could have them look into strengthening your mind there. Really? You really think so? I think so, yes. Seisha is like <sighs> positioned herself behind Rhaenyra so he can't see her, but she's in V's line of sight. <laughs> V's just sort of making like a... Oh, <laughs> Rhaenyra's like... Rhaenyra turns around and she like, stops. <laughs> right. I'm Sorry, I saw some birds. They were it flaps her wings. <laughs> weird. Don't worry about. It. They're just really weird birds. He um, just he kind of smiles and just um, again um, like he kind of grabs your hand and just squeezes it. I'm glad you're all right. And as uh, Rhaenyra is squeezing your hand, uh, Zaraj is looking over everyone intently and silently before walking up to you, Seisha, and you, V. He looks you in the eye and then to your wounds. Almost aggressively, but not harmfully, he rubs his hands together and tries to place his hands on your wounds. Uh, yeah, I'll let yeah, him. Yeah, I'll let him touch me. Okay. Sounded weird, that was phrasing, sorry. <laughs> um, as I, I consent to his touch. Okay, as you see a familiar glow begin to emanate from his hands, and he puts, uh, he hovers over your wounds. Seisha, you can heal three, and V, yeah. you can heal 18. Hell okay, yeah. So I'm at full. All the way up to full for both of you. Yay. As he lay on hands you. Yep. Thank yeah. you. But those that are looking over the bodies and uh, the skull of the former Xanathar, go ahead and make investigation checks. Oh. <laughs> Hmm. That was my investigation. Yes. What'd you get? Natural Got a dirty 20. 20. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 24. What is your total, boss? 25. 25. Ooh. Ooh. By one. By one. So who is, who is everybody searching? Uh, we'll just say everybody's searching, just kind of mm. everyone. Okay, That's, yeah. Um, on the Durgar, you find a piece of parchment created from what looks to be uh, tanned fish skin. Oops, someone fell. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, MMR. <clears throat> Behind the scenes production team is dropping things. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so <clears throat> you find a piece of parchment that looks to be tanned fish skin. On it is a facial composite sketch of a drow that looks very similar to Gnarl. On two of the bodies is a dose of what you've come to recognize as a single dose of assassin's blood, similar to the vials you found in the shrine of Talona. Uh, we can say, Voss, with your natural 20, you find those and, and, and you're the one who finds those. Gotcha. Um, as you look amongst the bone fragments, Seisha, you can easily collect one of those shards. Um, the large jagged teeth and horned spikes, spike growths protruding out from around the 10 sunken eye stalk divots that crown the massive skull of the former aberration. 
in those ocular cavities, you see holes that lead deeper into the area of where the cerebrum once was. Through those holes, you all hear, because you all got really good investigation checks, <laughs> something small rattling around as a small glint from an ornate golden ring with a pink sapphire gemstone in the center is found. I got the smallest arms. I'm reaching my hand on in. Uh, an ocular hole actually is too small for a hand to fit into. I'll take my uh, sword and just smash the uh, now it's into it so she can <laughs> yeah, as, as you, yeah, as Seisha smashes it, you reach in and easily grab that golden ring. Interesting. You want to identify it or you want me to? Do you have the ability to right now? Cast identify. Okay. Yep. You recognize this ring as a ring of resistance, a magically enchanted ring known for giving the wearer resistance to a type of damage depending on the inset gemstone. The pink sapphire is an indicator of being attuned to the evocation of force damage. Oh, you're going to want to hold on to this. And you also know that it can resize to fit any finger size. Seisha will explain all that to Venley. Oh. That? That's how he did that. Yeah. I was wondering. She just kind of like slides it on it, a finger. Yeah, and as, as <laughs> it slides on, it doesn't quite resize. You probably are going to have to spend some time with it and attune yourself to it before it'll really <laughs> resize to your finger. <laughs> yeah, I just... There we go. <laughs> Rather loose and large right now, but... Oh, then, on the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to speak to Renair. Okay. Yeah, he's... Is that, is that everything we find? Yes, that is everything you find. Uh, on the, um, the Dragonborn, um, he was a monk. He had robes. Robes, yep. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yep. Just making sure. Uh, yeah, um, Renair is... Um, I'm going to study the fish skin. Okay. Uh, it just looks like uh, instead of parchment paper, it is a really thin uh, tanned hide okay. of uh, fish scales. Was this the picture was on it? Yes. yes. Okay. I thought that was a separate piece. Okay, no, 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 no. It, it literally has a composite sketch of Nara. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you come over and he's like kind of wrapping a bandage around one of his arms where he had taken some, some of the, the damage and he's just like, tying it tight against it. Uh, but other than that, he looks, you know, doesn't look worse for wear. Good. And as, as you approach, he looks up. Got your mind about you now? Yes. Now that the unpleasantness is finished, thank you for that kind of smirk sparing me. Um, usually when mind-altering magics take over, a good punch to the face will allow the mind to jar itself out. It didn't work on this one, so I imagine the Death Tyrant's ray is a bit different from that of normal mind-altering magics. I'll keep that in mind, nonetheless. How's your Thank job? Thank you for your... I'll survive. The Xanathar is dead. At least I'm under the assumption this was it. What we saw earlier. 
appears to be the case. I have to ask, is there a city bounty for this thing? Your guess is as good as mine. Um, perhaps talk to Laurel, the open lord. Could you arrange that? I can probably, yeah. I can set something up. I would appreciate that greatly if you could do that then. Of course. So we could be all of us here. I think Perhaps. it um I think it would be good for you all to meet to meet with her as well. She's she's good people. Um guys. Hmm. What's what's that? Uh um uh I don't know. I, yeah. I, I got nothing. Yeah, and it's, and it's almost as if, like, Renair for the first time is noticing it because he was almost, he was very fixated on, on V's well-being, and then um, Voss came up, and which is kind of odd because he's very attuned to his surroundings, but he kind of looks up and goes, by the gods, I don't know what that is. Is that what Averin was talking about, the thing that's coming? Who's Averin? Hmm... He's a guy. He's a trickster guy. He used uh, to be a god, but he's not anymore. It was the bald guy that came for like. Uh, yeah, that was really impressive, seconds. given what he did. Oh last god! Mm, trickster, trickster. Mm. So it's a god, but he's a trickster god. So it's a, what if it's just a dude that says he's a god, and that's the trick? Right. Like, that's God Salazar. That's genius. It is. Hey, so like he is a trick. Great. Does that still make him a trickster? I think yeah, yeah. But I don't. But I mean, he left with Sophia and Harold. So maybe that's that's what he was talking about. Do we need to protect people or something? And her wings fade. It, oh. Is there anything in our immediate danger from this thing, or is the sky just red and ominous? Eyes red. The the tremor has see, has calmed. It's, it's, yeah, it's like low vibrations. You can still feel it, uh, but it went from like a five six to like a one two. You know, um, um, it it wasn't enough to cause buildings to fall. There are small, like I said, there are small fissures in the architecture and stuff like that that are signs. Um, that it has happened, but it's not. Besides the blood red skies and the tumultuous clouds and the red lightning that's still happening, it, that's about it. Yep. What do we do? I don't. Oh, we need to call, we need to tell the guard what happened. Otherwise, they're going to be really, really mad at us. I was yeah. planning on going to Vajra now that I can't reanimate any of these useless creatures. And as you guys are sitting there talking, with the fight fully over and the worst of the tremor subsiding, leaving only the faintest whispers of vibrations reverberating throughout the city, you start to hear the sounds of clapping. The sound grows and grows as more and more of the patrons and people from the condos across from the tavern start pouring out. You see all of your wait staff join them. Sky, Kara, Pixel, Daklin, and Yosef, Aura, and Javier. You start to see others from the alley making their way towards the commotion after being dragged outside, beckoned by their curiosity of the storm and the tremor. Joining in the crowd is Avi, 
Imbrick, Tally, Zilpip, and even Raishal, who comes slowly wandering over. From around the corner, hiding in the shadows, cast by the buildings, you catch a glimpse of Vincent as he tips his hat and then disappears. All of them cheering you on as Kara comes up to you all with a proud look on her face. As I said last time, we don't back down. We don't give up. We are safe, thanks to you. Heroes of Waterdeep, but heroes of Trollskull Alley. Kara then turns to look behind her towards a goofy-looking lizard folk, clapping with a huge smile across his face as he looks at you with, uh, with the rest of the crowd. She then walks over to him and quite literally pushes him to stand next to you all while he looks confused as to what is happening. Seisha will take his hand. You're a hero, Salazar. You're an adventurer. But I didn't go on my mission yet. But you were with us. You helped us. If it weren't for you, Harold might have died. Oh, well, he still might die. No longer he is. Let's, where, let's where think is positively, Harold? guys. He had to go help someone somewhere else. True, true, true. Uh, Rene Rene I could have gone. <laughs> and Renair speaks up. Uh, yeah, whoever those people were that teleported, the uh, Avrin and you said and the uh, Sophia. Um, I'm sure they will take care of him. Uh, this isn't the first time he has disappeared. He will come back. He always comes back. Yeah. If he, if he doesn't, well, we will get him back. We will use the money my father stole from the city to bring him back. Thanks, Rainier. Insight check. Is he implying that he knows something about this? Say again? Insight money. check. Is he implying? Is he implying that he knows, perhaps, More insinuating that on. I know we have the sound? Oh, uh, go ahead and make an insight check. That's another natural 20, 25. Um, he's not 100% sure that you have the stone, but he knows since the beginning he told you about the, uh, the money that his father took from the citizens and hid away. He knew that you guys were after the stone, um, but you can't, it's hard to tell if he actually knows you had the stone or not. Understood. But he's he's adamant about using the money. Let's um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> How yeah. about a round on the house? And I specifically don't 12. look at boss when I say that. <laughs> um, my mind is elsewhere, so I I'll do take, not respond to this. I'll take twelve. <laughs> let's uh, let's head inside. Um. Actually, um, maybe we should get the guard now. Oh, I believe they will be here sooner or later. I think they're coming to us. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, they may be a little occupied with this, though. <laughs> what are the guard going to do with a red sky? I d what are we going to do with a red sky? Admire it, obviously. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, a dark, <laughs> gross, uh, it, evil, end of the world kind of way. It beats Void Sky, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. You see Zaraj walk over to the building where his arrow is lodged, and he breaks the area, arrow and then tugs on it as it zips back up to his bow. And then he looks towards Voss, nods, and then he walks into the tavern. Uh, it's so cool. Uh, back at him. 
still kind of staying outside in the area right now. Sasha's so gonna walk over to Voss. You okay? Fine. Just thinking. Insight. <laughs> and I get advantage. Not that it helped me. <laughs> uh, that's an 11. I am indeed thinking. Okay. <laughs> I'm not... I... There's not really any emotional state here or anything like that. He's yeah. just thinking. You... I saw you weren't really acting like yourself. No, I was under possession. So we Sorry. share that in common, I suppose. Yeah, sucks. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Nothing worth talking about now. Tomorrow, maybe. All right. Well, come in. We're celebrating. You can have some water. Sure. And she'll head in. I give one last look to where Xanathar was. And then I, back to Zaraj. And as you do, I mean, you can see the tunnel that leads down that they came up from. It's, it's like goes into darkness. Um, I would actually like to do one thing. I would like to walk up to where that tunnel was, where his corpse was, and I would like to spit on the ground where it was. And then I will walk inside. Fair. Uh, and as you guys are all making your way inside, um, you hear the sounds of galloping hooves. Um, as turning down into the alley, you see a carriage. Um, and each of the horses, there are, it's a four-horse pulled carriage, and each of the horses are heavily armored. Um, the carriage itself is um, lined with steel and steel plating on the corners and edges, and there is a... Uh, covering all of the windows is a small banner, and the banner is uh, a dark gray and a light gray that uh, dissolves in like diamond shapes with a sword with a gauntlet gripping the middle of the blade. Like Order of the Gauntlet? Yes. Like Order of the okay. Gauntlet. That is the symbol of the Order of the Gauntlet. Yep. And uh, <laughs> stepping out um, is a human female um, in full plate with the um, bluish, gr the gray colors of the Order of the Gauntlet, but also with a almost like a teal, dark teal blue and gold trim. Um, and as she gets down, she has a spear on her back and the head of the spear appears to be made of some form of crystal or gem that has a faint glow to it. Um, and as she gets down, you can see a pendant hanging from her neck that is that same gauntlet clutching sword of the Order of the Gauntlet. And her blonde, almost platinum blonde hair um, kind of blows in the wind as she looks, is eyeing the sky. And you kind of hear her kind of talking the last little bit of 
I understand, yes, we know. They're on the way. And as she makes her way towards you all, Hi. Oh, that's Stavra. She's Stavra? Yeah, she's the one that's going with me on my adventure. Oh. Yes. Um, and she's like looking at the carnage. <laughs> we beat the the the, the Xanathar. Xanathar. That one. She, she like like burrows her frown. Uh, Furrows her brow, burrows her <laughs> uh, and she's just like, and but then and then like sees you all and is like, oh, oh, you have done not only this city but all of Faerun a great justice, if that is the case. So like, is the whole group just gonna be like, ah, well, I guess since our boss is dead, we're just gonna disband, or is it just gonna be Probably a new not. dude someone, who just someone... is in charge of the group now? don't know, but I will let the heads of my order know, and if we can round any of them up, we will. Thank Hi. you. <laughs> uh, greetings, my name is Savra Bellabronta. Oh, and nice to meet you. Yes, um, I'm here for Salazar. We have a, we're going on an adventure. <laughs> we so are excited indeed. for you. <laughs> Uh, v slams a drink back and goes, nice to meet you. Nods, um, and uh, you recognize, you have some form of recognition. The Bella Bronta family is another noble family. And um, they are the, you most recently met the Bella Bronta family when Renair took you on. Right. The, their family raises the Griffins. And so. Well, uh, after she says that, after she yeah. says that, she goes, again? But you haven't met her. She was not at the oh. residence. She's a lot older and, I mean, in the Order of the Gauntlet, so, you know, but she definitely carries the Bella Bronta name. Okay. Uh, uh, but but you have that recognition just because y'all, like, she's a little bit older than you, but at the same time, you know, just growing up in nobility, you yeah. probably so mingled she, with the fa that family before. So she says, again, maybe? Have we met before? I can't remember. Mm -hmm. She like looks at you, um, and then Gathala, right? Yeah. Well, no, not anymore. But I was. That is my dead name. I'm Vedrock now. It's much cooler. It's my grandma's. Yep. Well, best of luck with that. Thanks. Are you, are you ready, Salazar? We should. Um, we should make haste. Um, the poor people of that village are suffering as we speak. Yes, the, uh, the lantern place. Uh, uh, so, the wrestle lanterns, the wrestle lantern, it's where we're going. They wrestle lanterns to fight shadows. Is that what we're going to go do? And as they're leaving, they're having this conversation. Salazar, Salazar. Sasha's going to catch up to him and she pulls a piece of paper out. If you get into trouble, here. Send me a message, put my name on it, and it'll find me. Okay. So okay. I just write the message, I put your name on it, and then it's gonna grow legs, and it's gonna walk all the way back to water. <laughs> it'll fly, it'll turn into a bird, like a paper bird, and it'll come find me. 
well, I'm going to figure out how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, and uh, and you, you kind of see um, Savra giving Salazar that same look that everybody gives Salazar um, as she smiles. And as Salazar climbs in, you can see that there are four other uh, people in the carriage with him that Salazar starts introducing themselves. And you get the sense that they're all fairly new recruits to the Order of the Gauntlet. And this is all of their first missions as Savra gets in and goes, all right, straighten up. We have a long ride ahead of us. And then I brought snack. <laughs> and the door closes <laughs> and the carriage rides off with Salazar heading out on his first mission as an Order of the Gauntlet initiate. Oh, my heart. Oh. So, we, we killed the Xanathar. Huh, yeah. and four of what his heads. now? It I feels weird. Uh, found sitting at the bar. Okay. Oh, wait until everybody else is done. What, what well, we now, now we go inside and finish our meals and then go to bed. Oh, my brownie! Say she'll go bopping inside. Uh, where is Rainier? Um, he like after he watches Salazar leave, um, he'll come in and he'll actually go to join you. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, v says. I mean, she's continuing to drink, <laughs> and she says to Rainier, "Everything just feels really weird now. Like I know we sh I should feel like." We accomplished something huge because we did, but I, I don't know. Going to bed, just every every choice I could make right now on what to do just feels like the wrong choice. That's life. We never know what choices we make are going to affect the world around us. We just have to move forward, taking every step, knowing that the choices that we make, we believe are the right ones. Um, V like looks at Voss and then like looks back at Rainier and is like were you ever like a pirate of any kind? I was not a pirate but I spent a lot of time on a boat and on a ship. Is that where you learned how to fight? It is where I yes I was before I met up with Vajra and the other moon stars, I tried to be the best noble I could be for my father. And uh, the more I seemed to realize how much of a little shit he was, I decided that I was going to make my own path. And uh, I left Waterdeep for some time. Um, I sailed to the, the Sea of Stars. I made my way across. Uh, the oceans of Faerun, and eventually realized that I could do more good here. Um, rescued, uh, rescued Vajra, and teamed up with Maloon and the rest of them, and realized that uh, I'm uh, I'm very good at fighting, and I don't like to, but I will. I will do everything I can to protect those I care about. As uh, his eyes meet yours when he says this. Do you ever 
would would you ever want to leave Waterdeep again? Um, the right things were there for me to leave. I'm not really, as you've noticed, I'm not really tied down. I'm. Yeah. I don't. I have a house that I don't like to live in. I prefer to stay in bars and inns and support the, the local establishments. So of course I'd be willing to leave again. Yeah, I. Uh, I did some research on my um, family recently to try to you know. See if maybe anyone's still alive out there somewhere and. It's kind of turning into being, I won't know until I go find help myself. I'm just, I want to bring it up to the group. And of course, after all of this nonsense is over with, which it feels like it's going on forever. But I feel like Seisha and Venley would totally be down to leave Waterdeep because Seisha's whole purpose is to like see the world, I guess. And Bentley doesn't seem to care too much personally about Waterdeep. But I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like it would take a lot more convincing for Voss and Harold. I don't even know if Voss would want to go. Well, talk to them and see. And um, no matter what, whenever you finish your, what, what tasks you have in the city, I think it would be good for you to leave and try to find where you come from. And I think that sounds great. And I promise you, if I am able to, I will be right beside you. I would like to experience that with you. She doesn't know what to say, so she kisses him. And uh, he- I heard that, Katie. <laughs> I thought it was muted. <laughs> Um, he will um, return the kiss, and and as he pulls away, he kind of just grabs your hand and um, orders a drink, and um, just kind of enjoys this moment. Um, you can you kind of even your passive insight gets the sense that he has not felt this comfortable and open with someone in a very long time. V then adds. Um... You know, I'm really jealous your group got such a cool name, Moonstars. I've been trying to come up with like a way to like the name BFG. Um, and when- um, Maybe figure out a way to use the acronym, but make it mean something other than the- Best Friends Guild. Yes, that's Well, I actually have been making like a list in my head because when we were back at the the fighting pit ring police, um, I was thinking about it and I was like, I guess it could mean whatever I want it to mean. And I, you know, decided that maybe each one of us is a BFG in a different way. And so I decided that I'm beautiful, friendly Goliath. And then, of course, we have ballsy, funny guy and beaming, faithful, gentle lady. And then the bewitching, favorable gal. And then, of course, bloody, fortuitous grouch. Ooh, that's pretty good. I was going to say, but first gold. But first gold. That's better. 
that's so much better than mine that's good (laughs) um and just so you know the moon stars i didn't come up with it i it was actually a name of one of kelvin orison's the blackstaff from a few years ago um that it was his organization that he had and we kind of took it and remade it into something a little bit more where the name came from? You guys just like the sky or nighttime's cooler than daytime? I don't know. I believe it came from Salune and the Moonstar sisters. But that's a guess. I'm not really sure. It's just a shot hmm. in the dark. But but anyways, we should um yeah, let's to the future, and he'll hold up a glass. Uh, and, and she cheers to him, to the future. And as you drink, we're gonna move over to Voss, who walks up to Zaraj. I sit down across from him. Uh, you can't sit, if he's at the bar, you can't sit across. Oh, okay. you, you, I sit next yeah. to him then. Yeah. Fairly close. Um, first thing I say is, Thank you for your assistance. Mm. If there is any bounty to be, I acknowledge as grunt. Um, if there's any bounty to be had from this, understand that you are entitled to a piece of it. Any nods? We need to set up a meeting with the whole family. News of this will spread fast. The power vacuum will form. We need to be ready to take advantage of this. Do you understand? He looks at you like dead in the eye, and you can see through your passive. He understands. Um, But he kind of looks off for a second, and you get the feeling that gathering the the entire family so quickly... um, may be difficult. He understands the urgency. You pick up that. And so just dabble then. We need to act now. This could actually end very badly for us in this city if we don't start making moves. Power vacuums don't last long. And there's only one group that's readily available to absorb the organization. Xanathar's and Tarn kept themselves in a sort of balance. Xanathar dead. Manchun will step in. And he picks up his flagon, and you can see the condensation ring as he drags a finger through it and creates a serpent. And he pulls out a dagger and stabs it into the table. I agree. I've seen him attack from afar often. Yes. Has Davil ever said, uh, he's also a spellcaster, has Davil ever said what his position is exactly? He has not. I then very quietly say, you're a very strange ranged attacker. And he looks at you, 
and then he looks over at Seisha. I see. And then he pulls out um, or exposes a symbol that is an arrow. Do I recognize it? You can make a religion check. I will. See how well this goes. That is a third natural 20, courtesy of D&D Beyond. That is all I have rolled thus far. Are you using digital the mythic? Dice. Yeah, are you using the dice, baby? Dice. Look at how good I they am, are. I'm using the digital dice. You Five know the digital dice. No, I'm saying, dice. are you using the mythic dice? Yes. Yes, yes. look at how the good mythic. they are. That's why you how want these things. Good are the oh. mythic. And they're Five. super hot. <laughs> uh, throughout your travels, um, there are very few gods that you paid attention to, but there was one that kind of caught your attention. Uh, you probably met someone of this order. And what this symbol is, although very plain and easy to dis uh, disguise as in just any type of trinket, is the elven god of hunting, archery, and survival in the wild and harsh places. Um, uh, the elven god uh, teaches his followers the arts of hunting, including archery and moving unseen and hiding in wild places. Solinar, known as the Great Archer, always kept his word and so did not offer it lightly. He often came across as grim due to the complexities of his duty-making compromises between those who wanted to exploit nature's gifts and those who wished to preserve nature in an unaltered state. And you can, with your natural 20, you can easily pick up that although he is not elven, he holds very true to these beliefs as he is obviously a hunter, he is obviously an archer, and he obviously keeps his words very seldom. And when he speaks, he speaks with truth and he speaks with uh, upholding his word. Interesting. The next time, let me ask you this. Did Elvandria come to you to be trained? Or did Davil ask you to do it? And then I hold up, I put a coin on the table, gold. And I just point to it and I say, Davil, now I point to the empty bar, or no. Knowing that he does not now speak. And he takes two fingers and puts it on both. Really? But you notice that the coin touched first. I see. I would like to... I don't want to intrude. The next time you train her. I'd like to see. I rarely see her out of sight of interactions with me. She's intriguing. And he... If you mind. He nods. He looks to you, and then he looks to Pixel and Daklin. Specifically, you pick up that he is looking at their kindredness in being brother and sister. And you get the feeling that he sees her 
as a little sister. Yeah, I get it. Huh. In any case, thank you for today. I will need to speak with him soon. And if you see Lavandria, send her my way. I have a small task for her. He nods. Finish, I finishes his drink. Not back. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, I slide another two gold, which I'll mark off, okay. towards Leaf and say, whatever he wants on the house. Um, and then he'll... And then I will... Look at you and smile with uh, a tusk tooth kind of peeking out from uh, his half grin as he then picks up uh, the menu and starts looking it over and slides the tinkered back towards Leaf as it is being refilled. Okay. I will go upstairs then and go to sleep. I assume it's night, right? It is uh, nearing the end of day. It's, it was hard to tell because the sky is just blood red. It's almost as if night and day have no purpose. Anymore. He's got keen mind, though. Yep. It so is. The... It should be. It should be sunset. Okay. So nearing um, the very end of the day, it's about nine, uh, nine fifteen, nine twenty. For you, it's nine. I'll go ahead and. plan out the rest of my day and just plan to get up early. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's anything else. Oh. I'm just watching Dustin's face. <laughs> All right, we end. I'm working on, yep. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yep, um, we're gonna. Oh, okay. Uh, is, uh, is everybody going upstairs? Um, um, I would actually like to go um, see the guard if they haven't shown up yet. Okay. Um, you walk outside, and it's been about 10, 15 minutes now, mm -hmm. and you see your neighbors gathered around um, telling the story of what happened with a couple of guards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I will approach. Hi. Um, Hello. Hi. Um, we got attacked. We heard. We know the entire account, of course. And okay. that, of course, if it is truthful. Yeah. I, I don't know that any of these good people would lie. They're, our neighbors are good people. And you know what? Honestly, as he looks across at the other soldiers, I wouldn't care if they were lying. What you killed? Fuck them. Oh, okay. Well, I was just gonna let you know that we're we're probably gonna be staying in for the night. So if if there's any questions or anything, we'll be around probably. You, a lot of trouble seems to follow you. Yeah, it but does. But you seem to be doing a lot of good. So we're gonna let this one slide. Thank you. Thanks. 
Um, we are going to have more trouble getting the... Uh, he looks down at the hole. Yeah. Yeah, that repaired. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going straight to the guilds now with a message. Um, okay. Who... Is there? Is there somebody who takes care of... And she just kind of points at the rubble of the Xanathar. <laughs> I'm sure the magists will want that. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah, and one one of them is like, uh, I'm gonna go and phone the guilds, start getting this fixed, and let the order of magists know. And he runs off. Okay. She will thank them and turn around and uh, head upstairs. Vinley, uh, she doesn't do much. She just sits back down at her quippers and eats while everyone else is doing this stuff. But Kipper, at, I'm sorry, it's Kipper. It's Quipper. Um, so she'll actually wear or wave over Daclan to come sit with her and slide the plate over to him and say, why don't you try one? And he'll he'll come up. He, you've noticed that like his shyness is still there, but he's opened up a little bit, especially now that he's been able to do precipitation and other little bits of, of minor illusion. Um, his natural ma- minor illusion of being a gnome coming through, um, but he comes over and he he'll sit down and he'll try it. And she will just finish having dinner with Daclan. And then she'll say, all right, good night. Maybe sometime we can take another class at the tower. I'd, I'd like that. Well, anytime you want to do it, just ask me and I'll make room in my day for you. Really wanna, I really want to be able to shoot fire from my hands. That would be really cool. Well, you know, well, do you want to see something? Come here. And she will stand up and walk. Where's the safest place to do this? (laughs) The cellar? As you you walk in, or as you begin to walk Mm -hmm. towards the cellar, there is a crackle in the air as the entire tavern begins to grow dark. And then like a, like a spark coming from the middle, you begin to see a swirl and a swirl in over and over and over again. And as this portal opens, tumbling out onto the ground, end <laughs> over end. Uh, go ahead and describe what they see. Oh no. Harold is drenched head to toe in viscera. He is covered in blood of three different colors green, red, and purple that is so thick on his body that prestidigitation isn't enough to clean him. He has bones also st- stuck to him. There's a spine rolled over his shoulder. And you notice as he stands, he kicks a hand out uh, from. Ooh. A giant baby, a baby giant's arm that is now his leg. He kicks a hand that that hand is holding out. And he 
wipes the blood away from his face, which has less than the rest of him because he clearly was wearing the mask. And he looks at everybody and he's like, can I get a towel? Without missing a beat, there is like chalk that is smashed against the blackboard and you see it turn into dust as your face is then covered in a dirty uh, bar drenched towel. Oh, thanks, Leaf. I'm as going he, to... As you pick it, like, you see the arm you threw with your foot arm uh, is, like, dangling, and he m- moves the hand in a way to, like, flick you off. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing throwing arms in this tavern? <laughs> I, he looks around, he's like, he's, I didn't know where I was. Oh! And I'm gonna go, and I walk over, and with my baby arm leg... I'm going to snatch the arm away and hobble my way back out the door. I'm going upstairs. And I shut the door behind me. <laughs> and you you see, like, Renair is just like... I was Harold, right? I'm just kind of holding Daclan's hand. His... Uh, and and Daclan's like... Foot hand? It, it, that, that you're holding Daclan's hand, and Daclan's like... Is that what you wanted to show me? Um, <laughs> and then, boss, uh, you were a little distracted by this, but as you look down, you feel a little tug as uh, Pixel is actually has her hand in your pocket <laughs> and is also looking with an extreme like concern towards Harold. Wait, is Voss not upstairs? Uh, well- so, it's um, kind of we yeah, were waiting. For, yeah. This is this is okay. as everyone is starting to head so, off. Just so okay, everybody so I was downstairs to see. Your your arm clear. His right I, leg is a baby giant's arm that has clearly been grafted to his leg. So okay. a giant baby so, arm? No, a yeah, like a baby giant. Yeah, like, like a giant. Like a the arm giant. of a like baby it's, giant. It's an enormous yes. baby arm. Right. Because it's from a giant. So I, yes. I, and it's I black. look at that and look at her and just say, just take it. It's a freebie today. <laughs> she kind of like takes it and like looks like a little bit concerned about Harold or as the door's closed and like looks at it and just kind of feels like, hey, all right, I, I guess it's a win. She just quietly follows Harold. Yeah. So you're okay. coming back from talking to the okay, guards. So- as Harold's leaving, and you just yeah, you just quietly fall as you see him just hobbling with his, and you hear this like as he's I mean like he's drenched, and it's just like pouring off of him as he's walking out, and he and who is it that I'm who is it that I see? Uh, you see Sasha. I wave with my leg and keep walking. <laughs> oh, but, you're gonna uh, no no you're gonna need to explain, and she and then, scuttles yeah. behind him. I'm assuming everybody <laughs> follows upstairs. Yeah, she's like. Yeah. That wasn't what I was going to show you, but I can't top that. Go back to you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> V like has this moment of like catatonic, and then she's like, "Wait!" And then she starts running up the stairs. Harold, <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna. Yeah, Ren- Renair's like. I gotta see this. <laughs> <laughs> once, once everybody's upstairs. Harold is clearly significantly slower. He's also holding what looks to be a cane. 
that is all purple. It is made of a dark purple like metal with light purple musical notes right riding up the side. If you can read music, uh, it, you would notice it's the same tune from the pants on either side. Whether you zipped music? it up or down. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody can read music. Okay. It's, it's not actually a language, but no. I like. Are you proficient in any instrument? Anybody that's proficient check. in any instrument can read it. Yeah. I. Nope. Am Cook utensils not. and potter's tools. Yep. Why do I have? Oh yeah, because I spent time with them. Yeah. What, are, what can I do? And I, like, I take, I take it, and I set it aside, and I'll get with the DMs on what it is. And I know, I'll, I'll, I'll add it, and you can refresh. Thank what you. did Avrin do to you? Your, your, your leg, your arm, your arm leg, the leg arm, the head. Why? That's a great question. What happened to the original one? That one was fine. I I was like tortured a really long time. What? Like I oh Harold. Uh, say she's gonna run over and start trying to sponge him off. Hey, you're, you're muted, honey. Oh, it, it is work. Yeah. Like there's yeah. so much, and he's he's Are just you like. Hurt? Uh, I got I got like tortured a lot. Are you hurt? That vomit? Is that blood? Like, why is it green? Like, what is that? I think this was like a dragonborn, and I think that was like a, I, I, you know, there was a lot of people. We were in a bar, and then I drew from this deck of cards because somebody told me I wouldn't, and I looked at it, and suddenly yeah. I was with the thing that's in the red part of the sky. Uh, what is did y'all take care of that? We don't no. even know what it is. We don't know what it is. The sky's just red. Then he points at the window and just killed the sky Xanathar. is still red. Oh yeah, we killed the Xanathar. I know. Yeah, you were there for that. And I killed him. That's all that's happened. Oh yeah, Harold killed the Xanathar. Yeah, I mean, with you I guys. We all, we, all killed, we all killed the Xanathar. Well, I slept. I feel no, well rested. You, you held his thugs off so that some of us could get to it to attack. So you, you helped kill him too. Not the issue, Harold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I landed the last shot, but it's. it's okay. Can we fix this? Uh, v turns to Venley and is like, "Can we with the magic? Can we fix this?" And as you're pointing outside the window, looking up at the red sky that is still torrent with lightning and everything, Harold. However long you have been gone, it has only been a few minutes uh, for everyone else. Voss, you know it has been about. Uh, 18 minutes since Harold's disappearance, but you watch as the storm begins to dissipate from the sky, the faint hues of lingering red fading into nothing more than a sunset. Harold, you did it. No, I wouldn't, no, 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 no. I, I mean, I hit it. I did something to it briefly. It is like um, the same way that you felt when you were with the eye it's whatever those things are, it's like that. Only it's way more talkative. And um, I called it Calamari Kevin because it wouldn't give me a name, which I felt was a logical uh, jest. Uh, it made my leg come alive and detach itself from me. And then it impaled me uh, and I woke up in a lab looking like this. The because, leg impaled you? Uh, no, not no, my leg. Thing. 
the thing. thing. It was a the thing is just endless tentacles. Ew. They're all red though. They're not like the eyes. It's way more overt and it, it talks and it anyway. Uh when it got a hold of my soul, because I drew a card from a deck, I just died and it caught wherever my soul went and uh i awful things kept happening can i roll arcana to know what he drew that card from sure dirty 20 10 uh binley he drew some card you have no idea maybe he literally he probably hand drew it that's exactly yeah, yeah. um Sasha, you know you've heard whispers and mainly just stories no one yeah never heard of like true tales it's right. always in lore and myths and legends and stories that you've read of yeah. a deck called the deck of many things and it is a deck that is known to alter reality itself harold yeah did they name the deck? Was it called a deck of many things? I mean, there were many things in it because it was a deck. You are a lucky son of a bitch. No, I don't think I don't think I'd classify what happened to me as lucky. Harold, from the stories I've read, the fact you're here, you're lucky. Whatever happened in that other world, it's hazy to me. I just remember that it was very bad and it kept happening and. I ate myself. Oh, there were, it's inconceivable. The things that happened were beyond reality. I was turned into blood tears and hurt. Like it, it just, it, it's, it's just, oh man. Seisha kneels in front of him and <sighs> just kind of looks up at him while he's got his face in his hands. It's okay. You're home now that's the only thing that kept me going was I knew I had to get back. You're home. You're with us. <sighs> the and Rainier kissed! Oh shit, and I missed it. It was adorable! Not now. Rainier's uh, Yeah, Rainier and V are sitting right there. Really? Uh, he... I'm happy. No, he wasn't even there. I know, it's okay. but knowing that it happened. He gives you both thumbs up. Congrats! Thanks, I think. No, genuinely. Are you all right, my friend? Yeah, I met lots of really cool people. Like mm -hmm. all the people I told you the stories about, like, you know, Freely and, and, and like Alindra yeah. and uh, all and you of remember them. it this time. Yeah, yeah, I remember all of it. Uh, but, it, but it seems like it's barely been gone here. I was there for like hours and- You were gone for like 20 minutes? Yeah, no, I, I was probably gone for a couple of days, I think. I don't know how long I was out on that table. Uh, this is really weird in that other place. It, I was way more powerful. Let me just go ahead and get that out of the way. Out of all this, you know, all the horror and the existential awfulness that I'm going to have to deal with the rest of my life. Uh, I could shoot fireballs. I could, like, teleport. I, I was, like, really yeah. feeling it. Avram was, like, pumping me up, I think. And we were, like... We rolled into this place that where like there were a whole bunch of people that were worshiping the red sky, and there were like, um, I don't want to like say that I helped kill hundreds of people, 
but, but uh they're not gonna be a problem to the universe anymore so that's a thing yay hey can we talk Was about this no you go ahead so did you win or whatever could that could be classified as well, they they didn't make it you see what happened was while i was being tortured or whatever i it turns out that a buddy of mine named shaka he pulled a card and when he pulled it uh he altered reality to make us not suffer any consequences for anything that happened there and it sucked me back into my body and then we uh they they started and like we were in this tavern right and uh, and when he did that the only way for there to be no consequences would have been for their major tower that like dominated an enormous portion of the land uh it, it exploded uh, and it consumed all the dragons and undead and uh, all that that were surrounding it. And then that washes over everything, right? And so they're all just toasted. And they're like shouting, like it blows the tavern off the wall and we're all heading towards the ocean. And I'm thinking, oh, this is, this is fucking it. And because uh, at this point my soul's back and we look down and they start declaring that they're going to kill us and all their heads start exploding because there would be consequences if they were going to be coming after us. And so in that moment, I just grabbed Penelope, uh, who really is a delight. I just cannot tell, tell you. She's like the sweetest. And I grabbed her and we teleported up. Uh, and uh, next thing you know, we're all hanging out. And like there was like a penguin. It was great. What? Honestly, I, I think we did a lot of good. It was nice. just super violent. Like obscene and i was playing piano apparently i don't remember that but apparently i was like kicking ass on the piano which you know hey go me is it over i would say this is like step one. Oh. so okay two things yeah um one we'll come back to the arm leg but and you watch as we're near points and through all of this commotion, your, your passives have not picked up on it. You've been so focused on Harold and the chaos that has ensued as he points down and you see a letter comprised of only a few words and on top of it is a single rose. Harold looks down Oh man, I'm just raking them in today. I'll tell you. Oh, <sighs> well, I mean, it can't be worse than being eaten by an image of myself. And he kind of happen. I'm gonna grab a towel and wipe my hands off so I don't get gunk. And oh. once I once we got the vast majority of it off, I'll press to digitize the rest of it off of me. Well, I, oh, I don't have that anymore. I tried to. <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, <laughs> I'm so. Let me go back to my other sheet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harold. Harold's uh, now our Deus yeah, Ex Machina. The, the item is there. If uh, if you don't see it, just refresh. But okay, yeah, I, I'm I, I see it. Thank you so much. Uh, mm -hmm. Harold goes. Harold literally tries to. Oh right, yeah, no, Avrin. Um, uh, Binley, do you mind helping with the last of the? And with your snap, it, everything just it literally evaporates off of him. Uh, all right. And Seisha right. hugs him now that he's clean. I hug her. 
I'm like, I'm I'm, you're okay. I'm yeah, really the, you, you like hugs and then around your legs, you feel another arm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really getting used to this. It kind of does its own thing sometimes. Uh-huh. So um, no consequences, but... Well, this wasn't from that. This was from calling the red thing in the sky the entire universe of tentacles Calamari Kevin and then shooting a fireball into it. Calamari Kevin. It wouldn't tell me a name. I was trying to goad it into doing something and then it made my leg. (laughs) Well, Uh, it did something. Yeah, it definitely responded. Well, now we know his name's Calamari Kevin. Or I think we should should avoid that in the future. I, I assure you, you don't want the consequences. Uh, but that much having been said, I do it all again. It was worth it. It was worth it. And what a hell of a story that's going to be. I'm proud of you, Harold. Proud of me, too. All right. So let's open this baby up. And I'm going to take my foot like and hand myself the. Hold up. Before you hand foot your letter forward, um, I would like to train in alchemy now, detect the outside or anything for poisons. Make an investigation. Seems to, be, seems to be his MO. Mm-hmm. How did that get there when we were right here? Uh, y'all have been gone from this place. Don't yeah. forget. Oh, 16. I thought you said it was on his foot. No, 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 no. It's on the table yeah. in the common room oh. of you're upstairs. Yeah. For some reason, I heard it was on his foot. That's why I was really confused. Like you, were, you were focused on Harold and his foot. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. what distracted I was you. like, that's a really skilled rogue. <laughs> 16. Uh, 16. Um, you do not know exactly what it is, but there seems to be a faint residue on it. We need to take this next door. There's something on this. I can clean it. Yeah. You just remove it? Yeah. The presentation will take it off. There's Here's a then, please. Yeah. She'll snap her finger. You watch the powdery residue that was coating the letter dissipate. That's all I sense with it. I will hand it to Harold. I will carefully open it. As you open it, it only has a few words formed in the phrase of a sinister inquisition. It says, how's business? Remember what you promised, Oscar, and remember that what I can do regards the robes. What does it say? (sighs) I, I hand it out so everybody can read it. What can he do? What? Yeah. He'll go after all of you. He'll go after everyone we know. He will look for any weakness he finds in us and exploit it if we don't give him the stone. Interesting. Didn't... Correct me if my memory is wrong, but didn't he work with the Xanathar, or did he work with Manchun? He worked with Xanathar. Interesting. So we just killed his Voth, and he sends us a death threat. He did work with Xanathar. He no longer does, I believe. Correct, Harold? Ah, uh, that's right. 
I don't think he way. needs Xanathar anymore. There's there's one other way. Maybe we he sent this because he's scared. We take care of him first. I I am not against that idea. I mean, we got one criminal boss. Let's go Let's round up the others. The triple. Let's make it a double right now. But something else we got to think about is uh, how to get your foot gone or back. Yeah, I I don't think this is gonna stick around. I'm 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 sure Avrin's chuckling to himself somewhere, drinking his coffee and guy fucking hilarious actually but the fact of the matter is i need to get a, a leg that lets me move at full speed because i am really slow we could go to the house of wonders yeah i think mechanicals probably good or maybe house of inspired hands. house of inspired hands or we maybe maybe a strong cleric could restore it that maybe seems like could. really expensive you did just kill the Xanathar. Perhaps Faja would fix your leg for yeah. you. As I'm open to ideas. Hey, Harold. Um, yeah. Your leg's a giant baby arm. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Look at this. It's ridiculous. I can high five myself. It's bizarre. High five. Like, let's, let's can we oh. do the fist bump? bump. Oh, let's do it. And he lifts the foot and uh Oh, that was so uncomfortable and weird. cool, weird and funny. And, and with like that, I'm going to bed. Good night. That's hysterical. That is bizarre. Why? Why? I know why. It's Abrin. It's funny. It's it was really funny. Uh, I knew something was up. I'm glad you're okay. Me I'm too. Glad you came home. There was no way I was sticking around there. I just was. Uh, did I you get to know. see Orkira? I did. She's doing great. Uh, yeah. Things were really good right up until we all were fighting Calamari Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Then things were not so great, but they were. They're actually probably in Waterdeep right now. I don't know if it's the same Waterdeep. I don't know. There's actually a lot of like. Shaka's from Waterdeep, so like everybody I was meeting was like we were all talking about Waterdeep, so that was pretty cool. So they might all be around, I don't know. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter was, we were up in uh, I think Luskin, and then uh, we and passed then I, by Luskin on the way here. Oh, huh. and then I got uh, impaled, and that pulled me back through the portal, and I was definitely not in Luskin anymore. I'm so sorry. If we got you a mechanical leg, do you think we could put like wheels on it and stuff? No, we, we could get, get one like, of the stilt ones. Fast. We could get a stilt leg. Why would I want a stilt? Why leg? would you want a stilt because leg? Because if you fell in a pit, then you could stilt up. I'm talking about remember, remember um, be slower with the, the ones stilt. that that sit level, and then you click the heel and it went up really tall. Yeah. No we wheels. Get are one of those. Wheels are cooler. No rockets. I, I think maybe I just would like to to maybe it like what time is it? Uh, it's rock so time. It, it's yeah. it's past dusk at this point. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's late. Can you do a like a. I'm 
Never mind. Never mind. I'm good. Definitely get that taken care of. I don't know. I mean, I. You do you, but I personally would not want to. What happens if that arm doesn't stop growing? No, I 100% am getting this replaced. I'm it's not a, keep- I didn't think about the fact that it's a baby arm. I want so to- it will one day be adult arm. I, we don't know that, and I don't want to know that. I just want to get rid of it so I can get a mechanical leg or, right. or, an, or a replacement leg. Just something. I just would like, I would like something. I believe mechanical leg for the house of inspired hands could easily be plausible for a, a prosthetic but also if you want to pay for a regeneration you can but it is not going to be cheap how much uh, hold on um it <laughs> is a very powerful magic hmm i mean well, i've got a lot of gold right now i'm not I'm not especially worried about whether I have my original leg. This is the business. If I'm going to be an adventurer, well, that's just uh, that's part of the the cost of, of business. Fair uh, enough, but let's see how much this is. First. You know what? It might cost us an arm and a leg. Oh, V. <laughs> you just see Harold just... Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Renair definitely laughs. <laughs> oh, on that note, mm. I think I'm going to retire for the evening. Um, uh, you're probably, just so you know. Hold, hold on. Harold, are you hurt? I'm uh, working out the formula in my mind right now with my other side of my brain. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't know if my health, I, I'll bring my health down to where it was from before. Okay. So it'll be there. Well. So Harold's like, yeah, I'm not feeling great. Seisha will lay her hands. You can see he's singed like all across his body as if he's been struck by lightning. Actually, Seisha puts her hands on both of his cheeks and kisses his forehead and casts lay on hands. Oh. How much will that heal for? Um, how much do you need? Well, I'm at 22 out of 44. Okay, then take 22. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. I was like, oh, that's so much better. Uh, He smiles to her softly and then kind of, well, if everybody's going to bed, bed sounds good. Uh, Mm -hmm. What is it? Sorry, uh, you're probably looking at about 750 to 1,000 gold to regenerate your leg. I don't know how much, I, I would imagine the Cheaper mechanical- Cheaper to bring someone back to life? To, yeah. Wow. To, That's a complicated to, process. Fully regrow a limb that has been severed yeah. is not an easy process. Especially without the original limb. And if you're looking to bring someone back who has lost a limb and want that regrown, it's even more expensive. Wow. So anyways, I'm going to retire for the night. Um, you're... Good job today. You, hey. you, all did, you all did good. And good luck tomorrow, Harold. And uh, he'll, he'll walk over to V. And he'll uh, leap, pull her down because he's short <laughs> uh, into a kiss. Uh, and uh, we'll say, I'll... I'll see you later. Later. 
and uh, he'll he'll leave. So twelve babies. No. Her- Harold like looks at Rosacea and then looks at V and he's like, I'm proud 12 of you. Twelve babies. No. You're gonna have your own little warrior band. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. I think going to bed would be great. It seems like we're all real tired. Just a question. What is what are where are our plans for tomorrow? I have no idea. I, I at some point I need to go see my mentor. Well, why don't we plan in the morning? We'll all get up for breakfast, we'll hang out, and we'll figure out what we're doing. Okay. I'm so glad to be home. I'm so glad you're home. I missed all of you so much. Yeah. And he's going to hug everybody. And he'll save Voss for last, and he'll be like, "Hug him with he's, the baby." He's, arm. He's, he is gonna hug him. He's not gonna hug him with a baby arm. <laughs> uh, oh, you're you're muted. Yep. As you come in close, um, I will whisper very slowly into your ear. We need to talk tonight. It concerns the rose. All right. He, he pats you twice in the back and then uh, okay. leans so back up. <laughs> oh, uh, wait. As, as he's leaving. Oh, oh, oh. Harold Hoppington. Get out. Uh... <laughs> and he's going to hop on the one baby giant foot. And you see, it's got some strength. Because I think the only benefit of having it is that I get a third attack with it. Oh, that's sweet! That's not bad. I mean, I mean, it's one damage, but you know, hey, I get a swing. Yeah, I can't wait to see you Eldritch Blast out of the baby hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Todd! Oh, Amazing. Oh, can't wait for that fan art. Nobody say anything. (laughs) Just frustrated marching out of the tavern. Not one word. (laughs) Uh, Does um, everyone retire for now to their respective rooms to to go to? Yeah. Yeah, say she's going to stay up writing stuff. Yep, I'll go up to my room to check on old Earl. (laughs) Uh, He's uh, stuff knocked over as normal, but he's there and um, he has, it does look like he's been tended to, as Renair said he would. Yep. Awesome. Sweet. I will. I probably don't have any peanuts on me currently, so I will just hang out in the room. Okay. Um, and at some point um, in the night, I'm a, I'm a boss is going to walk up and knock on your door. Yep. I'll let him in. I'll let him in. <laughs> I'm like, hobbling weird. You can hear me. Like, yeah, go on in. Hobble away and let him shut the door. Maybe keep walking to a minimum until we figure out exactly. Avery did this to you, correct? It, yeah, it did budget cuts apparently. If he, yeah. You should consider. Perhaps perusing another patron. Just yeah, it's a little something to think that. about. I mean, he, he, I, we've got a good team going. Honestly, he's okay. He's okay. He's just kind of a, an ass. 
but he's on the he's on the level genuinely. And the so other warlocks that I worked with, one hundred percent on the level. Well, to bring it back to home, I have no idea how to fight this war that's apparently going on on Avern's side, but this concerns the war we're fighting here. I found my rounds with Mert to be very enlightening because I found that there was a masked lord interfering with our business. Great. You know what this means, then? Could mean a few things. Could be a... It means the rose is affecting our business. Maybe. Could be Gathala, too. Why do you think he sent us that letter? How's business? I didn't want to reveal that to the group because that would reveal that the Rose is a masked lord. The fewer people who know that. That's for sure. So now what? We got to deal with now. It's not just them we have to deal with. We're in the middle of a gang war, Harold. Like it or not. That's what we need to be dealing with. Xanathar's death won't change much, except it'll give the Zentarum a new leg and a new army with which to absorb. I I caught that. Don't think I didn't catch that. New leg? We really? He points down to his own, his new leg. Really? New leg? That's what we're going with? We're going to do that? I'm sorry. I'm fucking with you, man. I'm fucking with you. It's fine. Oh. I don't (laughs) do things like that. I thought thought you were just messing around. No, I... uh, I'm not... I would like this group to refrain from making too many puns in the future, but I can see that that's not going to be something... Realistic, in any case. Oh, are you saying something about me not doing puns? Because I'm over here flexing my leg. I wasn't paying attention to that part. Oh, look at that. The the end is that way. The creepy guy's right here. Sorry, that's, uh, yeah, anyway, you're right. I'm sure everyone else would find this very amusing. Yeah, (laughs) this is true. V'd be losing her shit. But the uh, but you're right. Uh, we have to focus on the things here. You're saying who do you want to focus on first? It's not a matter of who we can focus on first. There's something we can do that potentially, aside from completing the stone, which is the biggest blow we can give to these gangs, there's something else we can do that may slip beneath their notice. I'm going to bring this up to the group tomorrow concerning our missions in the field ward. I'm bringing it to you first because I want to get your opinion on it. Absolutely. We're not bar owners, Harold. Not really. We're not innkeepers. We're not tavern smiths or whatever the myriad of guilds are needed to run an establishment like this. We're mercenaries. It's what we are. So why Floon hired us. So why Renair hired us. The end of the day, we're mercenaries. That is what we need to bring to the field ward. 
The Old Ward already has several inns, taverns. But no one operates a mercenary group there. One that can operate solely within the range of the Field Ward. If we're going to be in this gang war, we're not going to be able to do it just on our own anymore. I have the Doom Raiders. But even though you and V are in the Harpers, I ask what you're really drawing from that group. The information, the tactics, everything. We're not going to win this gang war unless we use every resource we have available to us. And we're certainly not going to help the field war unless we can get it to protect itself. We can train them to fight. As things become more safe, the things that everyone else may come there on their own. But that needs to be our territory now. Manchun, I very much doubt, will care what happens to the poorest district of this town. As much as everyone may want to rush to face him, Manchun will not be as easy to defeat as Xanathar, who came to the surface with no reinforcements, mad with grief. Manchun will not make the same mistake. As he grows his forces, he becomes all the more dangerous because of it. I know not everyone is comfortable with this, but we need to accept the fact that we are in the middle of a gang war and what we do best is fighting. I'm not going to put people in the field board in front of us Harold, to, to fight these people. Harold, we're already putting the people around us in front of us. Xanathar came here. I told everyone this place would become a target, and it did. No matter where we go, we're putting people in danger. The difference is we can train those people. We can direct those people. But Xanathar, Zentarum have already wrapped their tentacles around every aspect of the guards in this city. When the time comes, and with you knowing who the Masked Lords are, who do you think will be protected? We don't do this. No one will help them, and no one will protect them. I think we you should totally train them. Today. I think we should train them to defend themselves, but I don't think we should utilize them like soldiers. Why? Because we can handle it. No, we can't. Oh, we can. I promise you, if you give me a little time, I can show you that it all it takes is us. I've been working on the side too. You think I just sit around all night playing accordion? I have been doing my own work. Yes. You well, give me little else. Are you being serious on this? Yeah. I'm telling you, give me some time and I will show you results. But we can't push those people in front of us and, and tell them to fight a war until they're able to defend themselves, which should be the priority. I agree. The field board, I think everybody's focus now is there. Everybody wants to see them prosper. And I 100% think if you and V were teaching them how to fight, 
they'd be able to defend themselves in no time. And if they get to that point and Manchun wants to push or, or the Rose wants to push into there, then we don't have to send them to fight because they'll already be ready to fight for themselves. We're getting there. And that is plenty. The rest of it, look what we did to Xanathar with just us and a few guys from a couple of our organizations. We did it all with through your network of knowing people and through all of our networks and all of us working together, we came out and we forced him out of hiding and we killed somebody who up until now the city thought was invincible. We can do it. I, that's my feelings on it. I think if we push the field board in front of us, we're going to be seeing a lot of people that are dead when they could, when we could have been like a scalpel instead of like a butcher knife. All it takes is small cuts here and there, pushing the pieces into the right place, and you can get a checkmate with almost every piece still on the board. It just takes more time and patience. If you trust me and you give me a little time, I will show everybody what I've been doing. When I told everyone we were living with a knife against our throat, I was right. When I said this place would become target for attack, I was right. And when I say that this group, this five, will not be enough, keep in mind we just didn't defeat Xanathar. One of my members of the Doom, not my members, but one of the Doom Raiders was on the side assisting. Renair was here. Xanathar came anywhere else, we would not have been able to kill him. I don't think that's true. It's would you rather fought him in his lair? No, but we pushed him out. We made the right moves, and he got checkmated in the streets instead of the place he would want to fight. We can do the exact same thing with Manchun. They're all, at the end of the day, they all still have feelings. Even if they want to pretend they don't, they still do. Everybody has that insecurity. And when it's bad people like that, they hide it behind the gristle, they hide it behind the murder, they hide it behind it all, but they all have a weakness. Everybody. And Manchun's got him just like Xanathar did. You found his. That stupid fish. <laughs> do I know he has the fish. Do I know he has the fish? Or no? You do not. Oh, then I never mind. He does not say that. Okay, He's okay. Like, He's like, somehow that fish was his weakness. And somehow he got the he got the idea that the fish was among us. That's it. Pushed him out. That fish is probably buried under the earth right now. But he was convinced. And that pushed him out. He's gone. Now that we know we can do it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I don't like I don't like that. I don't like that. That was a weird noise. You don't know you don't make that noise unless you think you you did something very, very bad. I don't think I did anything bad, but if I hadn't done it, oh no come to the surface. I sniff the air. Do I smell fish? Nowhere near you. It's not here. I don't have it on me. You stole the fish! Oh you his coat yes, smelled like fish. fish though? You are. You got prestidigitated. You sneaky. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, I would have been so pissed at the time, but now I think you're a genius. 
Yeah. Oh, oh no. It was needed. It was. It needed totally worked. Me. It totally worked. Yes. Fucking well done. The fish is in storage at moment. Um, oh my god! Is the, how did you how did you smuggle a live fish all the way out there? Uh, live fish is the word that we can't use. I smuggled a dead fish. You that I will spend six hundred gold to resurrect. You are going to resurrect a fucking trout. Apparently, it's possible. So I have been told. You are you're going to spend six hundred gold on a big mouth bass. You're going to fucking you're going to drop nearly a thousand. You're going to drop a grand on a brim. I know how much six hundred gold is, Harold. Can you hear you hear six hundred gold is okay. You hear behind you. Take me to the water. <laughs> drop me in the otter. <laughs> I look something and I throw it at it. I throw it at the otter. <laughs> it's like a pillow does not see otter. <laughs> and you then you hear you may not want to yeah. hear you, you may not want to hear an otter pun, but I think you have me confused with someone who builds a dam. <laughs> he he waves it off and he's like, you have to ignore it. It, it it's it's at the worst possible times. Okay. All right. So when you gotta let everybody know you you took the fish, didn't you say Why? that you saw the visions of the fish? I did see the visions of the fish. I'm not gonna bring this up until we have the stone done. But the, That's but, just it. That needs to be our priority. I'd be proud of myself if I snuck the fish out dead like that. It was slick. This is me. I don't know. Maybe they'll be upset. Honestly, I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Harold. I have to work behind the scenes and behind people's backs a lot. It's know, not something that best. likes. It's just... I know. It's why, despite my own reservations, I am going to trust that you are doing what is in the group's best interest, and I will not interfere with your work, whatever that may be. It's real subtle. However, I have a request of you uh I, yeah i do request i, pull I want you to come with me i'm going to see I, no what I, oh i don't know your favorites <laughs> all right i put it away i'm going to be seeing i'm going to be seeing davil soon At the end of the day Doom Raiders taking a greater chunk of the city's underworld is going to be a good thing for everyone. I trust him. I'm going to convince him to begin pushing. That's as far as as good as we're going to get. Yeah, I agree with that. I want you to tell him what you. I want you to tell him what you told me. About what? I want you to try to convince him to back our play. In the field ward. I think if we had the backing of one of the major factions behind us, it would be much more effective. And we wouldn't need to throw them in front of it. They'd have the backing of one of the major factions. Davil is tentative about doing this for obvious reasons. However, you have ways of convincing people that I don't. Despite being a harper, 
and ask for your help on this. Can I count on you? If you say no, I won't be upset. I understand this is compromising. I just want you to understand he doesn't like me. You know that. I do, but... He already distrusts me because I'm a Harper. Granted, we did just work together on a mission. Maybe he sees me in a more favorable light. That much having been said, I agree. I think it's a good idea to get some level of protection, even if the level of protection is a little shady sometimes. Your your crew is not a bunch of murderers. I think Mm -hmm. that if we had some people watching the backs of the field ward while we train them, that's not such a bad thing. Devil is going to be looking at an enormous vacuum of power. I've met the guy, and I know he's on the up and up at least somewhat. Are we on the level that they're going to get half, at least? I don't know about that. That's up to everybody. That's not something I can say. That's the thing we need to talk about next. Is where the money goes, because we are so close to completing this stove. Let's wait until we have the final piece. This seems to be our priority. I agree. Right. I want to. Fi- I want to get the stone done. That's then what, what I'm going to do. Then what I'm going to bring up tomorrow will be a plan of action to finish it. We know somewhat. We know a few clues that I haven't had time to bring up to the rest of the group. Things that could be helpful, and we know that the last stone is held by a noble house. That needs to be our priority next. I agree, one hundred percent. Agreed. Yep, absolutely. And All right. the devil, 100%. I'll try. Get some... Thank you. Yeah. I may take Vinley as well. He seems to be more favorable with me whenever she's there. I, that would help me too. If Vinley was there, that would probably make it easier for me. As well. Thank you. Just make that. sure Vinley's comfortable with it because I don't want Vinley to actually kill me afterwards. Vinley is never comfortable with it, but I'm just slowly accumulating a debt to her that I will pay back, no doubt, by absconding with the corpse of a giant or something like that <laughs> that you making another uh that's another that's another leg joke was that that's i think that one was a leg joke i'm almost certain it was i know damn it i've been in here too long harold's <laughs> gonna walk over and give him a hug and he's like he's gonna say in a very genuine tone he's like genuinely man it's good to be home Aw, they love each otter. Harold, Harold grabs the other pillow and tosses it at it. Ugh. Sorry. All right. I don't think this team would exist without you. So I'm glad you're here. Oh, I trust in all you more than that. And he got to wave with his foot. <laughs> <laughs> But I go back to my room. Yeah. And as, as of next day. Yep. Yep. As everybody winds down, you can take a long rest. We're gonna go to break. And so, oh man, some crazy stuff has happened. Woo! Man. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, Todd. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, don't forget, we have two giveaways tonight. We're giving away... Um, Technically three. Technically three, but we're giving away two sets of Mythic digital dice on D&D Beyond. So two winners for that. And then um, a Eldritch Foundry miniature. Um, and they're soon to be releasing a whole bunch of uh, new stuff. So be on the lookout for that. Three um, natural 20s. Mythic dice. Three natural 20s three with natural the Mythic 20s dice. You, want you, yeah. really you almost beat my four in a row. Mm. Oh, that's the record. 
right. We'll see you guys. We'll be back soon. that was a lot and we're still not even finished. Harold, no, put the pants down. You know we're out of cream. Hey everyone, and we're back. Uh, after a lot of chaos ensued in the sky and in the streets, and then later in the tavern when Harold made his entrance with a, ba a giant baby arm for a leg, thanks to Averin. It sounds like the most Rick and Morty thing ever. And <laughs> it's your leg. It's a giant baby, baby arm. arm leg. It's the baby arm of a giant, but it's your leg now. Yep. They, they go upstairs uh, to discuss what had happened to Harold when they noticed a letter from the Rose implicating that he was the masked lord um, messing with the tavern. Later throughout the night, uh, Harold and Voss have intense discussions about what is to come of the field ward in the future and how their two factions will work together. Yep. But other than that, everyone has a restful night's sleep and you wake up, you're all- uh, Oh, except for you, Seisha. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, unless otherwise stated, you make your way downstairs, you have a breakfast prepared by Javier um, and anything. So all of that is out of the way. What would you guys like to do today? I would like to call for the meeting in the common room whenever everybody's done eating breakfast. So, sounds good to me. Sure. Ooh, uh, you find yourselves all finishing breakfast or bringing the remnants of your breakfast up and uh, you all gather in the common room, um, which I'm, hasn't happened in some time since you haven't been home for some time. I'm going to bring a morning wine up with me just guessing what this could be about. She's like, I'm gonna need this one. A little more than wine. Yay, day drinking! <laughs> Group of alcoholics, great. <laughs> hey, we don't go to meetings, we're just lushes. If the shoe or in Harold's case, the glove fits. I'm not over 25 yet, so I'm just fun. <laughs> I don't have to go to meetings yet. <laughs> okay. I'm just fun. Okay. Okay. You're yeah. Meeting time. Gotcha. So, first off, good job, everyone. We've managed to kill a great evil in this city. Sir, yes, sir. I asked Renair about. 
I was going to say thanks, Dad. I couldn't stop. <laughs> I got my report card back. <laughs> You're not going to like it. I talked to Renair about collecting a favor from Silverhand for doing something like that. Either collecting a bounty or potentially getting some sort of reward from the city. Hopefully you'll come back on that. What I wanted to talk about next is our next move. Specifically, finishing the Stone of Golor. That needs to be our priority right now. Not something we should I do. Learned... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, in relation to that, uh, I think something we have to do uh, is part of whatever ritual goes on with all that. We're probably going to need to do the book at some point, too. We're going to have to go get yes. the fish. We, we have the, the fish. fish. Why do we need the we fish? We have the fish. What? What? We have the fish. We have the That's fish. That's not what? an issue. When we did we get the fish. the fish? I got the fish. Voss has the fish. You want to kill us with the stupid fish? I mean, luckily we did it. Things worked out. So, like, we, I guess you have bragging we rights for that. But what the fuck? We were, we were in an area with a mind flare, an ability to rip things out. We needed the fish. Voss, to that's always the stone. your excuse. I it's always something can read your thoughts or, or whatever. But it's the right choice in this case. By getting the fish, he pulled Xanathar out of hiding. By pulling Xanathar out of hiding, we killed Xanathar. I now don't the fish think is that was him. And we didn't plan. know. Yeah, I, but that. But if we had known, there would have been much more of a chance that they would have known. In this particular case, being sneaky was the right call. In every case, it being was, sneaky seems to be the right call. We got me, lucky. I I don't I don't dress in badass armor and and have a god that okay. You have All a right. That, Fine. Look at what my god gives me. Okay, look at my god. Not this all is information is meant to be known by everybody. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that all information isn't to be known by everybody. It's just no. Not it's 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 a truth, and I need to remember that. I just get upset when important things are kept from us. Well, that's this why we're telling you now. Kept. Now you know. Xanathar I just found out last night. Dead, so it doesn't matter. How'd you find out last night? Felt it my hand foot. No, I'm kidding. He told me. In any case, in any case, we now need to complete the last part. I want to share with you all the vision that I saw because I think it might help. Okay. Specific place I wasn't sure of. It seemed to be somewhere underground, some sort of ritualistic or cultish temple. However, the symbol, and it's the symbol that was on whose head? Philly. Tilly's. On Tilly's head was there in the center of it, along with a number of masked figures. The other thing that struck out to me, you look like you're going to say something, DMs. The symbol was on their foreheads. And in, in the center foreheads. was a black nebula third eye, like an actual eye, okay. not a tattoo. An actual eye. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I relay that part of the information to the group. Aside from that, they weren't asking for the stone. They were asking to seek the aboleth. I don't know what that is. Can I roll to know what an aboleth is? Go ahead and roll arcana. Well, with my, can I have advantage with my research that I had done? No. 
I never came across that. You you can you can make the check. Okay. Like a fancy uh, name for his eyes or something. Oh, uh, that's gonna be a twenty-three. I rolled a nineteen. Twenty-four. I rolled an eighteen. I hate you. <laughs> you both know exactly what an abolith is, and as you're thinking about it, Seisha, and the research that you did, and the three eyes, you remember that vision you had at the dark, black, sandy beach, and the monolithic, giant, meteor-like thing that crashed into whatever that body of water was that you were slammed into, and the, the water around you became become, become viscous, and you were met face to face with one of these long fish-like creatures with multiple tendrils that reach out from it and it's <laughs> as it peered and talked to you telepathically. Vinley, you know what an abolith is. Um, you know that they can change the consistency of water. They are telepathic and uh, from the far realm and very formidable foes. Oh, boss, Great. that's not good. I, when we were in the far realm, I had I had a vision, and there was an abolith in it. They're really bad. They're really bad. She doesn't um, overstate how bad they are. I think any of us who've been in the far realm know how bad it gets, and and it can only get worse. Yeah, it gets All worse right. when you involve an abolith. Do right. I know? Do I know what uh, ab aboliths consume? Um, no. Okay. You do not. Okay. Another thing we know is that the last eye was held by a noble house. Castle Landers. Maybe. That, that thought has crossed my mind as well. They're the ones who said they were searching for the stone. It would make sense that they have one of the eyes. Theomeliana, Harold, have you ever been on the Castle Lantern's estate? Many yeah. times. Yeah, Our whole lives. Yeah, pretty That's much grew up there. It's, it's pretty big. It's massive, dude. It's, big, it's big. Big enough to hide what I'm talking about deep underground. You could hide that in a cupboard drawer. There are parties coming up at the end of this 10-day. I hate lying to them. You, have, you just have to understand that we have, I know you guys don't trust them, but we have years of experience, and I know that means absolutely nothing coming from me, so I'll shut up. <laughs> Thinking about... Uh, just let gut. me just... My gut. Let, let me just mention, I had years of experience experience with the person who betrayed me and stabbed me in the back well i i mean i also have that experience so like, their children's lives are at stake i imagine they'll stab anyone and everyone in the back for that i i kind of get it i'm not even mad about it but like but i hate we, lying to them how do we find out if they have it though we would we, have to be on the estate that's just it so we may have to wait until that party wait, in order to get on. What, 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 what was the group do? They said something about an abolith, the, the people in your vision? All they were do, asking for was to search for the abolith. They seemed to be conducting a ritual of some kind I didn't recognize. Beyond that, and the markings on their heads, 
there was nothing else which had an actual eye in the center, not just a tattoo. Is there any sort of scrying that can reach across planes? I mean, maybe that's what maybe they're literally searching for the Aboleth. No, I don't know. I, don't I would know imagine either. there is. I mean, Orkira can send us messages. And oh, Voss, with your keen mind, you yeah. remember verbatim what that vision was. And in yeah. the the voice from the void, you heard, "Find the Aboleth, prepare the Harbinger." And then you heard the okay. group say, Behold the, the fates, fates rewritten, and you will know me as the one true being, Alpha and Omega. As okay. do that in unison. <laughs> and you remember that as the ending of the ritualistic poem that they that you've seen multiple times. Multiple now. times with these uh, cultists doing this ritual. Okay. Uh, you also you also I know that from the first really vision, that information with the group see the check. Yeah, you also know from the first vision you were given of when you first saw the Xanathar's lair, it was vision of key, vision of stone, location. Yeah. And stone being I. Yeah. I, I know. Um, I relay this information to the group. The Harbinger again. Does this change anything? Well, we can put a name to the thing that's still giving us shit. So... Wait! The... Saisha reaches over and grabs a notebook and starts flipping through it. Hilly was working undercover in trying to infiltrate a cult. What if one of these noble families are tied up in the group that you saw? I'd say that's a high possibility of that. Hmm. So let's say, for the sake of both of you, let's say it's not the Castle Lanterns. Who else in this city could it be? Oh, oh, oh! Remember? Remember when we were in... The, the cavern in the field ward and the cultist did the recitation. Mm -hmm. the, it's the same line. The blessed are the fates rewritten and you will know me as the one true being, the Alpha and Omega. They said that at the end of their incantation. What does that mean? Well, we thought they were cultists of Bahamut, didn't, or not Bahamut, um, Tiamat. Tiamat. Tiamat, right? But they were not. Oh, yeah, the dragon. And they completed their ritual. Oops. Is but this... we've seen the ritual. Or a different kind. If it ends with the same incantation. <sighs> In any case, finding out who this noble family is, where this location is, needs to be our priority. Anyone who has an estate large enough to potentially hide this or any locations that could do this. I don't think we're going to be able to get into a noble estate unless we're allowed to be there. I took a tour of the Rosnars not too long ago. 
That well, place is heavily no fortified. Luck. Expert thieves would have trouble getting in and out. There's no no chance at no, all that they have. This if they do, it was out of the eye's sight, so to, out of the stone sight, so to speak. Nothing occurred there. Unless they had a lot of holdings outside of the manor, a manor like that would be such a safe place to keep it because it's almost impossible to get in. So that, would, that would say to me that it might be somebody else. That brings up a good point, though. All of these places had to be built at one point in time. Are there records of foundations, blueprints, things like that? Something that could be investigated? Probably, but I mean, I would imagine that that sort of situation is, you know, in this day and age, as dangerous as this city is, I imagine people are very mums the word on that stuff, and it's probably would, tied up in guild bureaucracy. You probably a guild member of rank, yeah, the Mason's you're, Guild. You're probably going to be looking at some serious, serious bureaucracy to get Mert to might be able like to that. help, or you, Voss, you've gone and met with them. I've met the guilds. I don't, I don't think they consider me an ally. I don't. I think imagine they would if give you start information, honestly. Yeah, and, and if you start sniffing around for that information, it's only going to be a matter of time before they catch wind. It's an avenue to consider. It is, but it's a more desperate avenue, I think. Hmm. Uh, oh, I, think... I know, Fenley. You could go and flirt and bat your lashes at at someone high-ranking in the guild and let's say that that's a strong plan Asia. c yeah have we ever seen Vinley flirt no okay i'm just gonna let that sit i have but we were what? both. yeah we were both extremely drunk and it wasn't with me it was things said while we were both really, really drunk. There are about. these blue smoky tendrils coming off of Vinley while everyone's looking at Harold. This conversation immediately and get back to the task at hand, please. Okay. All right. So. I was just thinking espionage. Beyond that, um, that. Leaves us with another part. I know a lot of people in here have wanted to start helping the field ward. I've been helping. However, them. but something more direct. Sasha, you and I talked about buying a building, actually. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. I'm not opposed to this idea. However, I am opposed to the idea of starting another inn or bar there. Let's face it. None of us really know how to run a tavern. Kara's been doing that mostly for us. Kara and Renair. And Renair. Yeah. I think it would be much more beneficial and something we could all participate in to start a mercenary guild there and to train the occupants there as, say, four higher guards exclusively curtailed to the field ward. It's also something everyone here could train them. But... I, I don't like the for hire part. Otherwise, There's... I think it's a good idea. I mean, if we, we if we train them as a a protective force for the field ward, I I would be okay with that. There's another aspect of this we need to think of, which is with Xanathar dead, the balance of power has shifted hard into the hands of the Zentarum. There are going to be a lot of very strong mercenaries looking for avenues there. It may behoove us 
to present them with another avenue that is less destructive. Present who? The present the, the... Yes. mercenaries may be moving from Xanathar looking for new work that aren't looking for something that's quite as uh, destructive as entire coliseums falling on them. Oh. We have rare in our possession actual coin with which we could begin to see mercenaries off of the Xantarum and oh. into something more productive. Oh, you mean hire mercenaries, not train the people in the field ward as mercenaries. More Both. like a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Both. If we establish you train them to be mercenaries? I don't like... It's kind of fucked up. I don't, I don't like that. Why? They have every right to learn how to be able to defend themselves. Defending yourself and becoming care. a mercenary are two completely different things, Fox. Lee, you're a mercenary. We're all mercenaries. It doesn't mean everyone's supposed to be one. If they think, want, I think I'm what they're saying. saying I think what he's saying is that by being mercenaries, it gives them the option to either defend their town, which we will, which we are training them to be guards and have a have town defense. But it also gives them an opportunity if they want to go make money for themselves, they can. It also makes them. It also gives incentive because they're being paid. We have rare coin with which we could pay people. Actually. So it'll just be a city full of mercenaries. It, it would be their choice. I think I mean, yeah, it's your choice. But like, I don't think we should approach them and be like, "Hey, you should be a mercenary, and here's why." Like, well, we no, I don't believe. Killed, we just killed the Xanathar. So that's going to spread, and that's something that people who are looking for work would want to join. We've already proven ourselves capable of killing something, one of the most powerful beings in this city. We will attract attention there, and we will attract strong followers and those who want to learn. All right, this I mean, is a time for us to make real, lasting change. Obviously, if you want I want to help. Militia, if you want to think of it as a militia, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But either way, this solves a lot of our problems. Obviously, I have no issue teaching people how to defend themselves. Obviously, I have no issue teaching people how to defend themselves, but it just kind of feels a little weird where it's like, hey, by the way, this is the career you should do to, like, that should be their choice. Why don't, you shouldn't encourage them to do it. Why don't we do this then? Why don't we let them know that we're starting a mercenary company? They are welcome to join if that's the path they choose. Otherwise, we're still going to teach for free how to defend and protect themselves, that it's not contingent on becoming a mercenary. So we're forming a business. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not, I don't if it's a mercenary company, it's forming a business. There's going to be a lot more. In I don't have any intention of running anything. I think that if anything, we need to set them up to, so that they can run things themselves. Eventually, yes. And then become their own gang, I guess. But that's fine. It's up to them, I suppose. We set, I, think, I think that the focus should be less mercenary work and more towards guards. I agree. But that much having been said, he's right and they need some sort of incentive sometimes. Well, guards I think get maybe, paid. I think maybe this sort of situation, we start them off with the idea of defending themselves and keeping the city safe. And we, work, we build from there and let them, whatever direction they want to take it from there, they can take it. I have a question, a legitimate question, because I don't come from a city like you. What's the difference between a guard and a mercenary? Um, is it who pays them? 
mercenaries are for hire from anyone yeah and guards don't necessarily like have the right to kill whoever guards uphold the law mercenaries get water deep guards get paid either way we need to give these people some incentive we need to pay them oh Mm -hmm. i I think we we want to train them as guards we still need to pay them however if this company can attract powerful mercenaries away from Xanathar, I think that thought should still be open. I agree with that. We could pay them to train these people for when we can't. We can't be there all the time. That's an idea. And if they're in our employee, then they have a few powerful mercenaries there to help defend the field war when we're not there. These guys are looking for work. They need money, and we can turn them around into something positive. I think it's, I think it's a net win. And it's a good compromise from both sides. So we're building an army. No, I, I, we're not building an army. We're setting them up with people that will be able to defend them if something happens. As of now, if there was an invading force, they'd be the first ones flattened. That's what well, an army is. Here's, here's the thing, V. We've got to look at it this way. We care about the field ward. We've been putting a lot of effort into the field ward. Yeah, and I said I would help teach them how to defend themselves. And if something happens and someone wants to go after things we care about, the field ward is a very easy target. Okay. Whatever, you guys. I mean, obviously, I have... It doesn't matter what I say, so no, I'll just follow it does. you guys. It does matter. But we're having a discussion, and when you discuss, everybody gives their point of view, and I'm listening to you, and I agree with you. I don't like the idea of creating an army. I don't I don't like that, but I don't think that's what we're trying to do. It's like not only are we creating an army, we're, we're manipulating them. <laughs> I'm not, with money. <laughs> I'm not okay with manipulating them, but V, well, they need a they're, source of income. They're, they're, how are they going to do it if they don't? I mean, they don't have these weapons. They don't have the 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 uniforms. They don't have any of the things they need. We we're also teaching them to read and write and other stuff. We we are, but there's limited resources for them that that's going to offer. People in the city aren't exactly jumping at the bit to hire people from the field ward. That's the harsh reality. We have the money. We have the means. And once once we get them on their feet, we won't need to be paying for them anymore. They'll be able to make money for themselves. But they have to. We have to get them on their feet. We are the only ones trying to do that. I find it very hard to believe we have money to pay every single person in the field ward. To them, a gold lasts a lot longer to someone like them than, than to us. Yes. They, they are used to nothing. With even More something. than that, this makes helping the field ward easier because when we establish ourselves, they come to us with problems as opposed to us having to search the area for it. We already know. I kind of like a king. Something. V, that's not fair. That's not it at all. It's just that's how it not feels. it at all. It's not. It's more like a guard. We're like a guard for the field ward when no one else is helping them. We're there to protect them. Okay, well, if you guys want to be in charge of them, okay, I'm just here to help them. I don't want to be in charge of them. Why would you? And I don't know where this is coming from. V, is this... Well, I guess we'll come back to this. Let's focus for now on the stone, then. Very well. So what do we need to do for the stone? We have to find the third eye? We have to find the third eye. We know it somewhere. We should complete the book, because I think that's going to be part of it. Yeah, we'll have to wait on that, though. We have to have the three rings. 
Let's get the eye first before we complete the book. Yeah. Because we don't know what what. I don't know how those rings factor in at all. I think the rings are going to be part of opening the door after we have the eye complete. But they'll be part of the key. But we won't have a complete picture until we get the third eye. I think. But Voss, don't you think it would be a good idea to have all the pieces done before we get the third eye so that we can just go straight down? Otherwise, we're going to have to take an extra day or two. I disagree. I think I want to find, I want to know where the eye is because the longer we don't have it, the, the, the more we risk somebody else trying to grab it and then it gets too far away from us. Well, we've got a 10 day till we have a guaranteed entry into the Castellaner's estate. So we've got time we to figure out how to get into the others. So let's start eliminating suspects then. And let's start figuring out. We'll leave the castle entrance for the last, since we're going to be heading there anyway. It's time to start thinking about. I hate to say it, that honestly um, does sound like the most logical place it would be. I don't want it to be that, but man, that does sound like it, what it is. I mean, but even then, I just don't. Okay. We'll say the Castellaners are a high possibility. I don't want this to be true. I don't either, but yes. I but but we have to, let's be honest with ourselves, we've been betrayed by just about everybody we've run into so far. So let's say the Castellaners, sadly, are a high possibility. But it's what? not a betrayal if they have it. Oh, I agree. Yeah. That's true, because they don't, they don't know that we know we even need the eyes. They just told us, bring us the stone. So it's yeah. very possible that they don't see the, you know... They're not, we're not entitled to the information they have. So let's say that they do have it. We can find out at the end of the 10 day, or we could do a bill and dill and go in there with, with V and say, hey, any news from your end or whatever? And then we'll know for sure as soon as the stone says something. Um, oh, uh -oh. I have an idea. I, I, I'm already excited. Tell me. Okay, so we can pick one of the other families and I can go to their residence and tell them that I am compiling a book for the font of knowledge about all of the different noble families and I would like to sit and interview them for the book. Are you and doing that? Are you making that? I can, yeah. Okay. That's and actually then, not a terrible idea. And I can, I can cast locate object while I'm there to see if I can find the eye. We could also, and I because it worked this... when I looked for the one down in the Xanathar lair. Oh, you're right. Okay, I we would still need to shore up that list if we're gonna do that. And given your paladin duties, it also means you'd have to finish that book. Which let me go ahead and tell you, it's gonna be painful writing that thing. You know oh, that all the estates fun. look fancy and all those people look real nice. Let me tell you, the most boring people on the planet. Every last one of them. It's un oh, it's absurd. They only care about the forks. I swear to God, the forks. I can't tell you how many times I've been yelled at about forks. Harold, it's only on the surface that they seem boring. When you get deep down into the nitty gritty, they're terrible people a lot of the times, <laughs> and they have great stories. <laughs> a lot of the times. They're probably not, not going to tell you those details, though, because they want to be put down in a book as being well, noble. Well, that's where all the questions come into play. Well, Are you going to zone a truth the interview? <laughs> no, hey, Harold. <laughs> yes. Harold. I mean, I could. Just, just so you're aware, that. because 
Harold had done the research into no noble families because you were trying to find the right one to get in on when you were first working your con. There are 81 noble, noble families in Waterdeep. I will lay that one out. I'll be like, so you would have to visit 81 different uh, estates at least. I mean, they, some of them have multiple estates, so that's not really fair. Then I make it even more enticing and tell them that I'm I'm doing a book on the elite of the noble families of Waterdeep. You will get eighty. My dad responses. will never uh, accept an interview will. from you. Yeah, no, I'm. I don't think your father Errol. would in a million years. But we narrow million. down the list and just the ones that we choose. I go and interview, and you guys go break in and root <laughs> through the rest of their houses. We Wait. still need a list, though. That's right. Wait. We're my mom would your mom would what oh she for a chance for she, she totally would if, it, if she, if she be believed it was a chance color. to make them look good yeah she would do it she just so, uh, you have to trick her somehow harold if we had to reduce this 81 list down to four and i agree house gathala should be on it yeah who would it be Castle Anners, Gathala. Uh, I, I I would probably think Rosnar's right. They're they're one of the ones that have like a shady past. Correct? You're gonna have to go deeper than where I was in order yeah. to get it. That's the uh, only problem. Their estate is my fourth one would massive. be. Uh, and Harold thinks back to the noble that's on the list of masked lords. You want you want that list? I don't want the whole list. I just want the the. I, I know there's one noble family I didn't recognize, and um, I can't remember what it was. I think it started with a T. You know, Harold probably doesn't remember. Bardock? Uh, Thawne. That. Uh, and they're a noble house, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. I'll say Thawne might be it. Does V know the Thawnes? Does she recognize that name when Harold says it? Uh, you do. Hold on. Okay. Do I need to roll said history? Castellaner, Gathala, and Thawne so far, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And and Rosnar, but yeah, uh, you know the Thons are the leading venter in Waterdeep. I yeah, thought it makes sense went, then. I thought we went to their place and decided that they weren't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that they're probably out. So let's say it's a low probability and they're not in the top four anymore. Okay. So that would leave uh is is the Rose a, a nobleman? I will say, I think it might be the Rose. Okay. He has also asked for the stone. Yep. And I will say that that, that would be my top four. Where does he reside? That's a great question. <laughs> He's always inside the carriage you wish he wasn't in. I was thinking more along the lines of an estate, but... He probably owns several with different names, and he, I mean, like he'll own—he's one of those guys that he just shows up. I could ask Arielle if she could look into it. You'd be putting her in crosshairs. I mean, she's good enough at the thing that she could probably keep up. But I, I mean, mean, if the Rose would go after people we care about, she's already in the crosshairs. There is someone who could probably find that out pretty quick. But it would cost us. Harold looks over down the street. Yes. French? Yes. French? It would be very expensive. Yes, it would be. 
be yeah. probably very worth it. I've got a lot but of money. It would be... I was going to use it to buy arms thin. for the field ward, but is that a, so is that a joke? is everybody making jokes now? Is that what this is? You go buy arms? Yeah. Oh, that's real funny. I, I'm, no, I'm kidding. Harold, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. sorry. I'm, that was good I'm, though. I'm 100% kidding, Sasha. I'm sorry. I just. It's so totally okay. Trust me. If if one of you were in my situation, it would be endless. Yeah, I'm I mean, proud it's of not our fault, Harold. It's not our fault. You've got a leg up on the puns. Okay. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Speaking. I was say as Harold speaking, held up his hands, his foot hand also held up. So it was like, whoa. <laughs> that is. Really speaking weird. of, I think our first priority needs to be dealing with arm leg. Oh yeah. Let's. That's yeah, gonna be distracting out in public. Yeah, I really want to wear shoes again. So, so let's. Oh, sorry. Do you think they start giving you discounts on the shoes because you only need one? It's going to cost a tremendous amount of gold that we may not be able to spare to get your real leg back. Harold, are you okay with I'm the prosthesis? I'm 100% okay. Yeah, of course. I would. Okay. It's easier. It's faster. Let's do it. Can we can we knock that out? Can we knock that out? Because yeah. <laughs> I would really like to knock that I'll, out. I'll tell you what. If you guys want, I'll oh. give you my money and you go talk to... I think I've got money. Yeah, I've got money. Okay. Um, And I'm going to go see Cromley and Blastwin this morning. Because I should probably check in with them. Sure. It was Blastwind who's my uh, mentor, right? Cromley. Uh, Cromley, okay. Saith Cromley is your is your mentor. Cromley's probably, you know, wondering if I actually meant to be his apprentice at this point. So fair enough. It might actually help us in our search too. How so? Well, if anyone knows anything about noble families in this city, I'd imagine it would be those two stooges. So you want me to ask them not- about? The noble I'm families. just looking at avenues. If you're comfortable doing that, maybe. And if you don't think it'll come back to us, that actually that's up to you. Sense. I mean, what do you want me to it, ask about? It might be wise just to ask if any of the noble families have any erstwhile past. They'll bring up the Rosnars, of course, but see if anyone on the list that we've compiled. Okay. See if they know anything about the Rose, too. Right. It would make sense, considering he's a criminal element, and that's something you could legitimately want to investigate without lying. Yeah. I also have a way to try and cut down the list a little bit. I have that theory that the cult that Tilly was trying to infiltrate, if the stone shows you where to go next, the the noble family may be involved with the cult that the Force Grey are investigating. Maybe. Can we- I, I have to go see Vajra today. But if I were to ask her about that investigation and tell her that it had to do with the stone, she would know we would still have it. It's okay if she knows, though, right? She thinks the city's getting money. Correct. And as of right now, this group is undecided on who exactly is getting the money. Which and is how a much conversation for another time once we have that eye. Okay. Finley, do you think that's wise? 
but I'll leave this decision up to you. I think it's one of the most surefire ways of getting possible answers about the noble families, but it also is a double-edged sword. I'd like to go with you whenever you do this, but I won't interfere in your conversation. Okay. B, are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. You look angry. No, that's just my rusting barbarian face. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Really? No one's going to laugh at that? Wow. <laughs> I chuckled. All right. So, <laughs> I imagine it's so I give up. Oh, shit, I've actually got to go with you on that, or one of us do. What? Are we all going to go as we get Harold's leg replaced? This is Logan asking the group. I'm going to see Cromley and Blastwind. I'm going to okay. go with Harold. Okay. I'd rather not see that as little as possible. Come on! He honestly finds the baby arm hilarious. Okay. And she's getting um, a little used to it. Come on! <laughs> no, I, I have all of my spells back today. I will leave Vajra Safar to you then, Finley. I'll meet you up at a later time, perhaps. Something else may be happening today, but we'll see. And I will go with Harold and be so we have money to deal with hand leg. Get that done. Do you all have enough? Uh, yes, I, think so. I imagine so. Okay. Well, then I'll meet you guys back here this afternoon. Yes. Okay. Hopefully, unless another death tyrant comes screaming out of the ground and attacks us all. All right, goodbye. Oh, I'm not worried about another death this tyrant. I'm worried about Tuesday. the rose popping up and killing all of us. Yeah, that one too. He can only get one at a time, though. Yeah. So, eyes yeah. peeled. Yep. Uh, all right, so Harold uh, and. Actually, I have somewhere I would like to go. So, I actually, I give Harold. Oh, man. <laughs> I give Harold 150 gold. Oh wow! I take it, yeah, and I'm like, I'll go through my money first, and if I absolutely need this, I will spend from it. Gotcha. If if I don't need it, then I'll just give you back this. I trust me. Me losing this leg, one hundred percent my fault. <laughs> um, but I depart from the rest of the group to do something quick. Um. Boss, it's at this time you hear a voice creep up into the back of your head. Oh, God. At first, you expect it to be the stone until you hear the assertive voice of a certain ebony-skinned dwarven cleric with a penchant for coin. Hey, I have your friend. Bring the necklace and your pet if you want, want it alive. Ganon portal, Yaga's room, one hour. See you then, district. So we all have what we need to do. Yep. <laughs> You okay? You okay? I'm good. I will see all of you later. Okay. I insight? Is Voss good? <laughs> Your passive insight picks up. Yeah, he's real good. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. It's just something okay. happened to him for yeah. the first time that happens yeah. to other people. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely got that 
he, he had that ooh, and then yeah. got it. <laughs> Was not the first time I had that honor. Thank you. Oh, you know, that's, that's the only reason I wasn't looking around the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going um, to ride my horse. Head out. So you all split up. Uh, v and Harold heading towards the House of Inspired Hands. Voss heading off towards the Yawning Portal. And Vinley, who we uh, are heading off to the Blackstaff. And Seisha heading off towards Cromley. We're going to start with Vinley in the Blackstaff. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you enter once again into the ominous squat tower, teeming with magic. Both the students and teachers seem frazzled and harried as you pass them by. The dining hall is filled with scholars poring over multiple books that you notice have to deal with storms, the weave, dark omens, netheries, old magics, the sundering, and more. Crazed discussions pass back and forth of insane and loose reasons to justify what has happened, including the birth or death of a god, the re-merger between Abil Taril, a dark omen from Talos, the Lord of Storms or a war between storm giants raging overhead, and even the suspicion of a passing gargantuan elemental known as an Elder Tempest. You eventually make your way up the winding staircase back into the entry of the young Blackstaff. As you're facing the door. Knock, knock. As you knock, you get the feeling as if someone is watching you. After a moment, passes, a shimmer washes over the door before it opens back into the lantern-lit war room office of Vajra Safar. You see the table is covered in 3D cityscape of Waterdeep with pinpoints of magical light placed over eight locations throughout the city before she dismisses the enchantment, causing the raised wood uh, to fade back into the surface and is now a smooth table once again. You can tell she looks flustered as she holds tightly onto the crooked and hooked black staff. Junior Gray, I hope you bring me good news. She bows, like, kind of like a little respectful elven bow. Um, I actually bring you wonderful news. <laughs> um, so before the red sky swirliness happened yesterday, uh, my companions and I defeated the Xanathar. You see her like head tilt and her eyes squint towards you as if to read you. Hmm, that is good news. Whispers have reached my ear. The Harpers had a hand in destroying their lair as well. Did you have a hand in that? Yeah. I... You and your friends are very formidable. Yes, we are. Waterdeep needs more of you. Do you have any answers to the storm that filled the skies across Viren? Perhaps, but that's kind of more a personal question that has to do with one of my friends. And honestly, the rest of us. Um, there's a lot going on, Madam Blackstaff. Most stuff that I don't believe I fully will ever comprehend. And there's rumbles of something coming to destroy everything. 
You see her resolve falter for a moment. She's overcome by stress as she turns and stares into the flames of the heatless firelight in the hearth. You may not know this, but I'm only a year into this. Many think I'm too young, too inexperienced for my position in these past few months have truly tried my temperance and my resolve. A strong presence of the far realm and now this foreboding storm. Excuse my digression. These are my troubles, not yours. You see her resolve return as she stands a little more proudly. But those of us that are chosen to a higher purpose must answer the call. And I have a duty to uphold to continue the protection set precedent by the six before me. You see her gaze linger on the staff for a moment before her head turns quizzically. And excuse me if I speak out of turn. I don't believe it's right for you to burden yourself with everything that's going on. This is everyone's problem. And I, for one, am honored to be working under you. I shoulder, I shoulder the burden. I do have Force Grey and the Grey Hands to assist me in saving and protecting Waterdeep. For that, I cannot thank them and you enough. You are all necessary. You are all appreciated. But I am the Black Staff, just as the six that came before me. I will shoulder the burden, me and Laurel Silverhand, the Open Lord shoulder this burden. Anything that befalls us falls on our hands. But I do not wish to bring you grave news. Hey, it's um, kind of my style recently. The black staffs, as she looks towards the staff she holds. Although, like me, congratulate you on your assistance in the demise of the current Xanathon. It was only the current Xanathar. Beholders can dream up manifestations and twisted versions of their fears or desires, often creating other aberrations in its wake. It is to their knowledge that the original worked along Manchun and the Zintar. However, just as there have been many Blackstaffs, there have been many Xanathars and has become not a name but a title. It is assumed now from gathered knowledge that there have been at least five different beholderkin to assume the title of Xanathar, but it is nearly impossible to tell. It is a possibility another has already taken its place or one will in short time. I do not mean to hold a shadow over your victory for our city, but I think it's best you know what to expect so you are not caught unaware. No, it's actually quite interesting. It's just like Manchun. Manchun has clones. Beholderkin do not work the same. They are maddening replications of their mind, not a literal split of themselves. I understand. I believe that's why we were able to best him in combat. He was, he, well, truth be told, he became a death tyrant. Oh, 
And you see her her <laughs> eyes kind of get wide a bit. And she tilts her head at that expression that you say. Yeah, it was a tough fight, but invisibility is a great thing when used against a beholder. Invisibility is a great thing when used against any foe. Very true. Be careful, though, making yourself known by either attacking or using magic causes the invisibility to disappear. Oh, yes, for some, but I've learned a way to do both. Your magic impresses me every day. You grow stronger every day. You're very formidable in magic. I'm glad to have you as a junior gray. I'm glad Continue to be to here. Do this and you will earn the title senior very soon. That's wonderful to hear. I also bring news of um, our friend Salafarn in the bay. The dragon. Mm-hmm. Is he He's... still working to protect the city? Have you aided him in seeing that we are something beneficial? Yes, I had a quite lovely picnic with him and fixed a couple of his belongings. And I believe he's rather rather friendly towards me now. That is very good to hear. Having something, someone like that in our bay to protect our waters. Is there anything you need from me? Or did you just mean to come and report, as I have asked you before? I do have another question. The Back when the dream happened, the collective nightmare between everyone... What do you speak? You mentioned that Tilly was working under Halam to infiltrate the cult with the tattoo on their forehead. Tilly has a tattoo on her forehead. The cult I did not know had a tattoo on her forehead. Do you know what that tattoo is? I believe it's connected to everything that's going on with the far realm. That tattoo is the symbol of a dead god, or at least one that was perceived dead. His name is Arpenser. Halam has the same tattoo, but it is across his back. Interesting. I believe that actually answered my question. Um, But I don't currently believe I need anything else. I will continue to do my best. And that is all I can ask of you. She bows. <laughs> One more thing. Um, do you perhaps know of a way to make skeletons more hardy? There are necromantic magics that can bolster the wherewithal of undead. There are greater zombies and greater skeletal creatures. Is there a reason why you want to know? It was just, I had uh, 
I had one and he helped us um, defeat the Xanathar and he was destroyed in the process. Well, he, he kind of pulled attention for a couple seconds before he was completely reduced to ash. And I was hoping there was a way to make one that was a little more hardy so that I didn't have to keep replacing them. That is the way of undead though, is it not? Is that not why necromancers use them so much they can easily bring them back from the dead and they are butt cannon fodder a meat shield if you wish yeah if you look at it that way but i am not a necromantic expert neither neither are the six that came before me that's why i've instilled and trusted master haman cost he is very intimidating. He is a Theon. What do you expect? Uh, uh, um, uh, ex- forgive me. Um, I don't believe I heard you correctly. A Theon, a red wizard, the more colloquial term. Mm, okay. That gives me a lot to think about and digest. Thank you, Madam Blackstaff. I'm going to take my leave now, if that's okay with you. Junior Gray, Mm -hmm. thank you for your service to Waterdeep. She is forever grateful. Feels good to do good. I did not mean to say that out loud. You see bows and the <laughs> door closes behind you uh, by itself. All right. We're going to make our way to Seisha. You find Safe in his humble home in Castle Ward, off the street of Bells, where, the, where he goes over the training of spotting the details of not only a crime scene, but any situation. He then begins to teach you that everything speaks a thousand words if you are willing to listen with an open mind, yet perceptive mind, and how the workings of those details tell a story. But he also warns you of the lies a story can tell for the one that the author wants to lead you astray with, often with the obvious details while you ignore the important ones. He then enters a private room for about 20 long, awkward minutes, while you sit alone at a table with Earl Grey, made with two sugars, one for you and one for him, before he returns. And it was as if, like, as soon as you walked in, um, he immediately went to work. Like, oh, you actually did show up. And as he uh, returns, he goes, I have created a story in the room, one with a false, and one is, the other is true. Tell me about the person that I fabricated. The test has begun. Oh, oh, okay. She will get up and walk into, actually, she's going to stop at the door, open the door, and just look at the room from the doorway. Okay. Okay. What do I see? You see um, a simple smoking room. It's pristine, clean, and well-organized. A single red high-backed leather chair sits in the center facing a fireplace 
An empty tobacco pipe sits on a stand, resting on the mantle under a painted portrait of a proud man in fanciful noble's clothes. A few untitled books sit on the shelves on the wall under a small, unimpressive landscape of a field filled with horses. And if you would make me either a perception or an investigation check, your choice. go with perception and I have advantage. Thank you, Sentinel Shield. Hmm. Natty 20. <laughs> Straight up? Straight up. I got a 16 and a 20. Nice. So oh. That'll be with perception. That'll be a 22. Mm. Okay. You look further into the details. You notice the suede leather of the chair is dyed in a color in Boston design that is extremely expensive. You notice the frame of the portrait is leafed in real gold and carved meticulously. You notice the wood the smoke pipe is carved from is a rich ebony mahogany and expertly carved. You crack open the books and find one on commerce, one on the lineage and legacy of nobles within Waterdeep, and another that tracks the celestial movements of the stars. Everything about this man that you can read oozes nobility that deals with trade. Okay. Now, as you look over, sorry, go ahead, I'll, I'll let you. Oh, I was going to say now that she's got the overall look of the room, mm -hmm. she's going to enter and just slowly walk around and take a look at the details of the room. Okay, okay. As you look over once again, trying not to miss any of those details, you start noticing things are slightly out of place. The chair, although a very high-end piece, is extremely well-worn after years of use. The smell that lingers in the leather is a rough, earthy musk of animals seeped into the cushion, masked by a spritz of citrus perfume. The charred residue of the tobacco left in the pipe is the same homegrown cheap plant your blind master Han, Kinji, used to grow and smoke. You also notice that of the three books on the shelf, the one that is the most well-worn is the one that goes into the celestial movements of the stars, as well as Salune and Sol, and the weather patterns throughout the year. Okay. And just a, a question, this portrait of the field of horses, you said it was very nondescript, very simple? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This is somebody who wants people to perceive them as grand and wealthy, but their heart and their life truly lies in simpler fares. The portrait of the horses stands out to me. It's nothing spectacular, but in a room with such grandiose, or attempts at such grandiose trappings, they have this simple painting, which tells me that there's sentimental value to it. So what is the man? Well, 
I think there's two options. The man might be a simple person who enjoys the trappings of wealth or he is someone who comes from lost old money and tries to maintain that image but his heart isn't in it I did not ask for two options I asked for one Hmm, if I had to pick one. The elements of the room are fine, but it seems like they're worn and old. I'm going to go with the notion that this is somebody whose family once had money, but they have come to live a simpler life. And though they have elements of their legacy, their heart lies elsewhere. You were so close. You had it first. Someone that wants to be perceived as wealthy. The reason why things were worn is because they were hand-me-downs. A rich Mm -hmm. noble person would be able to rebuy the things to replace. Now, the guests of a family that uh, find themselves on hardened times was not a bad guess. That was a good guess. But if you tied yourselves to the painting painting was the farm. Mm -hmm. The book that is most well-worn is an almanac. The smell seeped into the leather is the smell of a working man. Mm -hmm. The man was a farmer. Mm -hmm. Do not feel bad. You almost had it. And with more training, I believe you will have the eye. And out of play? Yeah. You only got it because of a natural 20. Did you say <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Boom. Thank so. you, Dice. <laughs> Very well perceived. I knew that you would be a formidable student, even if I did not want to take the time to train someone. So. Why did you? And you see him kind of look off and is remember, remembering a past that he does not like to remember. Um, I'm sorry, I'm prying. It is fine, it's what investigators do. I, uh... <clears throat> not as spry as I used to be. And so uh, my old age caught up to me. Uh, I, I have a question. If I can ask something off topic, change the subject perhaps, because I feel like I've caused awkwardness. Um. I've been thinking about a project that I could do. I'm, I'm a lore seeker for the Temple of Ogma. And I've been trying to think of a project to do. And I came up with the idea of doing books on some of the noble houses. I'm trying to figure out which ones 
would make for interesting stories. Do you happen to know which families would have? He walks into the room and he pulls a book and it's um, Volo's Guide to the Nobles. Ooh. It's one of the books that was of the three, if you remember. Yeah. Um, and he hands that to, it's a little old, but uh, it's at least the basics. But if you want... The Gathalas are new, mm-hmm. 20 years. And for a town nearly completely run by humans, and Goliaths not really finding themselves entertaining the idea of settling down in a city and not being a nomad, which they are known to be, that seems odd. There's also the castle enters. They have, in the recent, I'd say, two to three years, ever since the disappearance of their son, have poured almost their entire net worth into charities. This could be grievances, or could be a sign of guilt. I don't know. Um, They could be pushing to have something fill a hole that's missing. Um, there's quite a few families. Uh, there are the Thons, they're controlling most of the vineyards. Mm-hmm. Um, there's they do have a dark past, though. You might find a little bit of information about that in that book right there, okay? And, um, let's see. The Bellabrantas have the control of the entire Griffin, you know, repository for supplying the city. So if anybody were to have control over something like that, they could have a small control over the city. Hmm. Is there something you're looking for? Um. There's also the Growlhuns, but they were most recently... made less powerful. Yeah, I know a little bit about that. I'm mainly I'm looking for knowledge that isn't already in the the font. There's so much there already, but not a lot of it seems to be current events. And so, since I'm a lore seeker, I figured this is something that I know is needed that I could go into. Um, and I do have one other question, if, if I may. If you stop asking questions, you're not doing your job. Well, I think you'll understand why when I ask this one. Are you familiar with a man known as the Rose? I've heard whispers of him. Not sure who he is. He's, um, well, he's made threats against me and my friends and i'm trying to find out more information about him my suspects he's a mass lord really yes but don't tell anyone i know that of course no wow see him look back in the like towards the back of his mind trying to remember something again 
but. Do you, do you happen to know where his home is? No. All right. The Master Lord. Boy, that's scary. Yes, it is. And someone that powerful trying to make threats against you? Don't piss them off. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yikes. Okay. Thank you, Master Cromley. Remember, do not just see, observe. The world is full of obvious things by which, given any chance, nobody seems to observe. Then, eliminate all other factors and what remains must be true, no matter how ridiculous or improbable it may seem. Thank you. But that also means don't just spout out anything that pops in your head. Yes, yeah, I, I'm bad about that. I'm working on it, though. Just, you know, it's different. I, I grew up alone and talked to myself a lot. So I sometimes forget that I'm talking out loud. Like right now, where I'm just babbling. I'm going to stop talking now. Be careful, kid. Take it from someone who knows. This city will chew you up and spit you out once you see the cockroaches that crawl beneath the ornate Zakaran rug facade. I'm kind of getting that feeling. Thank you, Master. <laughs> Do not call me Master. Just call me Cromley. Seth Cromley. Thank you, Cromley. And she will make her way out. Um, on the way back, I want to stop at Fallas and buy four healing potions. Okay, easy enough. Yep. Uh, they're, they're 40 each. 40, 45. 45 each. Okay. Yeah, 10%. Yeah, yeah, 10%. yeah, so 45 each. So just knock, knock off yeah. uh, 180 gold. Yeah, okay. thank you. Yeah. Unless there's anything really important, it is a real simple exchange. Yeah, yep. no, she's just buying healing potions. Yep, of course. Okay. They uh, greet you and send you on your way as they always do. Yep, we're this gonna... is truly God's work, what you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> the most important scene right now. Yes. <laughs> Somewhere um, in the city, Voss just smiles. <laughs> be in Harold. Yeah, going to be in Harold. All right. <laughs> You're making your way to the uh, Temple of Inspired Hands, also, or the House of Inspired Hand, also known as the Temple of God, where you know Twiggy and Nim reside. Yep. <clears throat> All right, well, you ready to see uh, your leg options, I suppose? Super ready. Let's do this. I think they'll have some sort of catalog. You get to pick out what leg you want. I'm more worried that they're not going to be able to remove the current one, but we'll see. It's gotta be possible, if not at least surgically. Yeah. I'm gonna head inside. <laughs> I let him go ahead of me. <laughs> Walk in, and I mean, this is a hustle and bustle temple with constant inventions and weird creatures and all sorts. As soon as you walk in, everything stops. <laughs> and everyone looks at you. Hey, he's got a baby leg arm. Oh, uh, 
Thanks, V. <laughs> well, they already knew. I figured I might as well. Like, yeah, like all right, keep, keep, keep moving. All right, everybody, make way for Twiggy. Uh, and and uh, from the third story, you see this the gnome with the top hat with the pair of goggles and the monocle that extends as he jumps down in excitement. And as he does, he pulls a, a pack that he has on his back and he pulls it. Nope, nope, nope. And he pulls it. And he pulls it. Can I try to catch him? And then he, and then he like punches it and then it finally ignites <laughs> at the last second and he slams it to the ground a little bit harder than he meant to. But he's like, oh, oh, God, oh, almost got it. Oh, a few more kinks to work out. Oh, that hurt. Oh, yep, that's good. You need help? You want some healing? I could pick you up at least. Mm. Put you on back down. I can heal you. Mm. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm... Ah, I'll be fine. <laughs> as he like picks up and <clears throat> as as he, you notice that the lower half of his right leg is mechanical and the foot is completely twisted around and he just reaches down and repops it forward. And he like wiggles the toes a bit. Yeah, it'll work. So is that like new? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> is that like new? Cause wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, is that a giant's arm? Is that a baby giant's arm? It's How is a that giant all? baby arm, yeah. And uh, and he immediately like rushes down, pushes a button on the side of his monocle and it telescopes out as he begins looking and like he pulls uh, like a pair of needles or, or uh, tweezers, but they're like sharp on the ends, and he starts poking it. Ow! Ow! What do you? What do you? And, like you see the hand come up and flip him off. What is your deal, guy? Like, I, uh, I still feel it. You see, surrounded you, surrounding you are all of the uh, scientists and inventors that kind of work more with the chimera aspect of uh, half creatures. Um, you know, hip ostriches, uh, armadillo foxes, things like that. Yep. Uh, Harold's gonna point. At, is there a ostrich still running around in here? No, no, it, we uh, caged it. Should be fine. Really, that thing exists, and you're looking at my leg like I'm weird. Is that really where we're at? What's oh, so weird? It's fascinating. It's incredible. Yeah. Never seen yeah. it. Yeah, well, it was possible. Take notes. This is possible. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, look around yeah. one person's literally just like not even taking notes just doing like doctor <laughs> scribbles someone's drawing the leg and you and then someone actually is like writing notes that one's drawing a comic about me with the, like drinking tea with my leg it is really it, actually it, really accurate grabs you by the by the by the mouth actually the detail oh my god yeah and he pulls you in for science my friend for science okay that okay. sounds like something what, a crazy person would say but sure what potion did you uh drink in order to grow the leg. Oh, he didn't. A trickster god did this to him. Yeah. And you see, like, all of them just kind of, like, throw their <laughs> things down. They walk away. Like, I'm I sorry. I know this is a... I see, yeah. I wasn't going to lead right in with it, but yeah, this is magic. So. We just right. need it fixed. You need it fixed? What's wrong with it? Um, well, well see, it's a giant baby arm. It, let, me, let me show you, and I'm going to run at full speed where I only run 20 feet because I'm and then I turn and I jog back to him and I finally stop and I'm like 
that's the problem. So I need you to. I'm like, I feel like the sound effect for that would have been boom, slap, boom, slap, boom, slap. <laughs> like, do. Like a weird horse. A weird um, horse. And and he's like, I see, I see. All right. What do you want? Well, what do you have? I don't want a hand. Oh. Are you sure? Yes. After an entire day with this hand, I can tell you it's not as good as you think it is. All right. So you would like me to remove it and replace it with a leg. Like, a leg would be nice. Flesh preferable, but mechanical is also possible. Oh, I don't deal in flesh. Mechanical it is then. <laughs> and and he's like, but can we keep it? The the baby arm? Yes. 100%. It's all yours. Done. Excellent. You didn't want to keep it, Harold? No, Dude. what am I going to do with it? Put it on the wall. It smells terrible. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's a giant baby arm. No, I'm not. I'm not what am I going to do? Oh, no. Yeah. That would make us look really awful, wouldn't it? Yeah, People like would think it was from baby People giant would... murderers. You're right. Never mind. Yeah, it's, you can take it. It's all yours. <laughs> right. right this way. Right this way. He takes you back down the long hallway, across the... Uh, into the large temple uh, where there's the orrery and the uh, giant telescope that looks up into the stars. And uh, on one of the walls, you actually see uh, splayed out like a, uh, like just a strung up human are the, and you recognize it very, uh, <laughs> very obviously Harold as the nimble right that you melted the chest of. Uh, next to it is a uh, chalkboard with a bunch of drawings and stuff like that. And standing next to that is Nim, the very fanciful, uh, like coat dressed, uh, nimble right that has the smooth face with the the, the glowing eyes in the shape of a cock. Wow! And he he hears the. Oh yeah. <laughs> and cocks his head and then looks to Twiggy as if like. Did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> Twiggy just gives the double thumbs up. <laughs> like everything worked out. Harold kind of nods as he passes. Yo. <laughs> just continues. Um, and uh, Twiggy's like, you are going to be extremely excited to know that you're going to be the very first person to have my new contraption for removing lips. What is oh. it called? An amputee. I love it. How painful is this one? When Probably, it most certainly, definitely, never, not, maybe, yes. Is it like a guillotine? Like what? Oh, it'll it? be fine. Come. All right. <laughs> Continue. I look nervously to V. Uh, and he takes you back to a corner, and there's a table, and there's just gears and and gadgets and all sorts of like craziness above it um and the what catches you the most is the obvious giant circular saw and um that 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 uh that saw that's that's the arm putee yes 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 lay down lay down lay down yes yes yes, yes. Lay down. Uh, uh i'm just gonna is is you gonna feel it ah no definitely not probably yes and i'm going to get on the table looking uncomfortably do you need me to hold your yeah hold not, my hand like, not hold my not yeah, baby not, hand. Not baby hand. Don't hold the baby hand. Uh, and walking up behind uh, Twiggy and V, uh, looking at you on the table is Nim, and he goes, "Huh, inspiring." 
Now, I want to be clear. By giving you this baby arm, you're going to let me have the leg? Oh, no, you still have to pay for it. But I'll give you a discount. Done. That sounds fair. How much? Um, 50 gold. Uh. 50 gold discount? Yeah. I think we could probably do a little better than 50 gold. I mean, this is a genuine giant baby arm. I mean, how much I, is the total? Like, like, how much will it cost? Yeah, what, what, what are we talking no, about? It, the total gold. cost of the leg. Oh. It's 50 gold. Oh, it's 50 gold. Oh, oh that, we'll, that, take, we'll take that. That's yeah, we'll fine. take that. That's fine. Yeah, we'll take that. I mean, I can. It it can be more. You're right. It is worth much more. So, uh, two fifty. No, no. I think 50. I, I think we'll stick with the original. The original deal was good. No. You yourself. <laughs> Would have been a much better leg for two fifty. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> and here, bite down on this. It'll help with the pain. I hope. Wait, I thought you said there wasn't going and, to be. And, and him and them strap you down. <laughs> and he walks over and pulls a crank and the saw starts to spin. So what are you guys gonna, he's shouting over the sound of the bus out. So what do you guys plan to do with the baby arm? And he pushes a button and it just and just cuts the, the leg off completely. <laughs> v starts uh, screaming. I think Harold's screaming. I think we're uh, both just screaming. Take, take, 11, <laughs> take 11 points of slashing damage. That was rather close to not the baby arm there, bud. He's covered in blood. Hale's covered in blood. Squiggy's yeah, like, covered in blood, but he like pulls the goggles back up, and it's just perfect. Hale takes the towel out of his mouth and throws it at Twiggy. Uh, you see, um, I should have said this with my axe. Nim's hand actually extend and then become like his fingers split and everything as it becomes like this round. Uh, uh, like circular shape. Begins I start to get... reaching for the towel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it gets, um, it's not sharp. And you see it become, you recognize this very well uh, also as he begins to heat metal. And he puts it right on your leg. <laughs> it starts shrieking. He's not supposed to do this. I'm not a scientist. This doesn't look right. <laughs> you, you, know, you take eight points of uh, fire damage this time as it is cauterized. Are you supposed to be like nerves or something? And Twiggy's like, ah, so, so would you like a mechanized chicken leg, a mechanized <laughs> hoofed leg, or a mechanized grieved armor looking boot? Like, the last one. The last one. The boot. Ah, the boot. <laughs> Who wants the boot? Uh, and over, over the course of an hour, this construct prosthesis is put on. Um, which I will add to your character sheet. It will take an attunement slot That's you okay. to have full control over it. Um, okay. But you have a fully functional, fully functional, no detriments, no detriments. Um, and uh, any improvements? As, as, as it finishes, uh, you are. The mental images of this scene are going to carry me through my darkest days. V, uh, you heal, yeah, and you heal eighteen hit points nice. from Twiggy actually healing you because he is a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not the best. He's Bad just not the best. <laughs> and that's more in tactics, not in uh, yeah. his bedside manner. Needs some help. Um, but Nim looks at you once. It, uh, everything is adjusted and strapped together. And so, how does it feel? Uh, 
It feels a lot more normal. Harold, what? I just realized something. If we go ahead and do the other leg too, you can wear the purple pants. The purple pants, the legs would not survive it. And I'm not going to do anything that might risk my legs trying to run away from me again. Trust me, I know why the first one went. And I'm going to turn back and be like, this is fine. Okay, uh, I just thought good. I'd bring it up. Yeah. I'm going to touch it. Do I feel it? Or is it like, I don't feel it. But it's, no. I, but I, I can move it as though it You have yep. full control, full control over, over it, but you do not move it. I mean, there might be a little phantom limb for a little while. You right, think you sure. Feel it, but... Uh, but at the sound of the words you just said, Nim goes, your leg, it became sentient, sapient. I don't, I wouldn't say sapient. I would say sentient. I would say that it, uh, it, it got did, up and walked away off his body, literally. Yeah. It became like an animal that wanted to eat me. Wait, how does a leg eat? Well, it grew a lot of mouths at the time. What? Fascinating. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was awful. <laughs> uh, you see Nim just, he doesn't care about the mouths in part, but he's like, inspiring. Yeah, it was oh. something. I would like to understand how something can gain sapience and sentience on its own. I'm trying to understand the soul and life. You experience pain, and I do not. Is pain tied to the soul? I think that I would say yes. Uh, pain is a great motivator in most beings that experience it, and it's the it's probably one of the fastest teachers, uh, if not uh, perhaps too much at once. I don't think that pain necessarily is a bad thing in, in small doses. I think that everybody needs something to hurt so that they can be more prepared in the future in case it's a dire situation. If you go through life without getting pain, I mean, how are you going to grow? So would you say that I need to experience pain in order to be fully sentient and sapient? To I... understand what it is to have life, to have a soul? That's I don't think... I don't think you have to experience it. Um, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm an authority on something like that to make that kind of decision. But I think that once you've experienced, once you've reached that level of enlightenment, the pain will come whether you want it or not. Do you feel emotional pain? I am unsure. Hey. Uh, and as you say Tell that, me about your parents. Um, the you look as uh, Twiggy's like. I think we have something to experiment with as he's like fighting off the baby arm, which is like trying to attack him. I think we've got one. I think maybe we should go. The baby arm is sentient. We should just go. Uh, Nim, have fun with the baby arm. Nim. Here's 50 was, gold. She yeah. just drops 50 <laughs> gold on the ground right there. <laughs> uh, he's going to nod in respect to Nim and be like, I hope that helped. I'm not really the kind of guy to be answering those kind of questions, but I did my best. You have experienced a lot of pain recently. It has been inspiring. You inspired really easily, dude. All right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you see Twiggy, like, get it under control. Uh, do you mind getting a, f a field report of that? Yeah, I'll, I'll come back. I'll let you know how it works out. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, don't let it. Don't. Oh, there. Oh, he let out the hippostrich. Let's go. And <laughs> we're going to run out the door. 
uh, all right. Uh, and as you leave, we're going to make our way to boss. You make it to the ever busy yawning portal. Oh, no. You wanted to go somewhere first, didn't you? I did, if I've got time. You do. You, you have an hour before Istrid said to meet her at the yawning portal. How much How much would a, um, a scimitar be from Aubrey and Emery? Pull up the old list. Thank you. Do, 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 do. Scimitar is... Uh, 20 gold. I buy one with a quick filigree on it. Okay. That simply that is simply labeled oh, fuck it, I don't know what to put on it. Um, <laughs> uh, just have it as no, I'm not going to put his name on his weapon. I'll just screw it. I'm just buying it. Okay, you can just put some like you don't have to put a saying. It can just be some filigree, some design. And if you want, you can either find one that already has it, or have Avi just put something that he. Either way. Imbricks. Um, I'll just, without even role playing for it, I will just go ahead and pay for that. Okay. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is with the discount. I make my way over. Yep, and you gotcha. find your way back to uh, the pack mule in the trades ward. I go in. Um, resupply on oils, ropes, basic adventuring equipment, but also I'm looking for Reddard. Uh He's there. You see him. He's stocking shelves. And uh, you see his uncle is also there. And um, he is behind the till. Behind the till. Uh, he nods at you, um, re a respectful nod um, from behind the till, and, uh, you know, keeps his eye on the shop, but kind of moves further away to give you two a second to talk. Okay. Uh, Redder looks at you and, uh, like, finishes putting some stuff up, and, hey, what's up? We talk for a moment. I may not have an opportunity to see you again. Whenever the Force Gray training finally begins. Uh, yeah, come on. And uh, he, um, Uncle, and he, the, the his uncle just kind of gives a, a nod, like, you're fine, go on. Um, I'll, I'll watch the store. And lead you back into that same back alley that you've sparred and trained at for a while. How do you feel? Say again. How do you feel? Um, I feel good. Um, I'm alive. My uncle's alive. I um, feel like I can finally do some good. Um, I think um, I've got a I got a mission coming up. I don't know. I've, I've got to go. I don't know some mountain and talk to some monk. I don't know. That's coming up soon. Well, I'm sure it will be um, 
enlightening. In any case, I won't be able to see much of you. Things are getting busy for me as well. I just wanted to, before you left, I know you've been carrying around an old weapon for some time. I thought it might be nice for you to have one of your own. And I give him the scimitar. He looks over the blade, it obviously being freshly made or very finely made and not one that is pulled off of someone you may have had a scuffle with, as you see. Yeah. Definitely sees that this was bought for him. Yep. Uh, and he just kind of Whatever like choice. takes it and he looks at it, he's like, pulls it, and you, he gives a couple of like, well-practiced flourishes with it. I've never used um, I've never used a scimitar before, but I like the curve. It's I like it. It suits you. Know that from this point forward, every decision you make with that blade is yours. You are not what you were in the past. You are not the sum of what your father was. You're you. Use that blade to carve out your own name in the city and your own destiny. And you can start right now. And I draw both weapons. One last time, come at me with everything you have. All right. Um... And I'm going to fight with him for just two rounds. Okay. Okay. Um, he, you watch as he... He looks over you with an eye that he is trying to train. I need you to make me a deception check. Certainly. Oh, digital dice, you're still doing good work. 12. Uh, a 12, okay. And uh, you watch as he he's almost like he's reading you. And as you go to move, um, he is going to try and hit you. Um, and okay. there's a 22 hit, right? Or 25, 25. It does. Uh, plus five. Yeah, 23. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he, he brings this. Yeah, plus five strength. Yeah. And as he brings the, <laughs> it swings it on and, and he goes to hit you. Um, because he read you, he is going to get his sneak attack against you. Oh, that's cool. Yep. That's cool. I mean, he may kill me, but still, it's cool. Uh, he's going to do 11 points of non-lethal, non-lethal damage. And gotcha. with the scimitar, it actually slides against your shirt and through, or your brigadine, and through the back of your coat, and you are actually hit by the hilt of it. That <laughs> gut punches you, and you know if he wanted to, he could have driven that sword all the way through you. I think the blade speaks to you, doesn't it? I mean, honestly, if I'm going to be honest with you, you speak to me. Can read your body before you even strike. 
And you probably saw this coming, and I attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, boop. 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Non-lethal, obviously. Yeah. Um, not kind of low sneak attack, but yeah. 19 points of damage. Uh, yeah, I mean, he oh, staggers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I totally saw that coming. <laughs> like, spits out, uh, spits out a mouth, like a mouthful of blood. Just from, like where he like, bit his lip from the hit. Uh, and he's like, oh, I then, I then, as soon as I hit him, I back up 40 feet and then just wait. Right. And I'm inviting him to attack me. He will move. Bonus oh. action dash. Ah! Action. <laughs> and will come at you. Awesome. Uh, as you move, does a 16 hit you? It does not, actually. Barely. He'll take a swipe at you as you back away um, if you did not disengage. And then uh, make a deception check again? Yep. Certainly. Okay. 12 again. Okay. Again, again, he you see him reading you as again he moves in, and that's a another 23 to hit. Respectable. Uh, as he 13 points of damage this time. Sweet. Uh, uh, I he, will uncanny dodge this. Okay. He faints as he throws his weapon and then turns as you go to block, catches it with his other hand, and then hits you um, with uh, his fist, basically, uh, again, into the same spot. Uh, actually, hold on. He can re-roll dice once. Add three more to that. Because he has... Savage attacker. Savage yeah, attack That's now. what you trained him to do. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Awesome. I take it. And... Legitimately impressed, I remember for a moment the young child we found back on our first day here that Harold and I interrogated, frightened young man, and now see a seasoned warrior in front of me. And for the first time in a long while, and maybe what he feels to be the last time, and what he feels will be an upcoming gang war, Boss feels like he put something good into the city. And I will take another attack on him. Yep. That is a 27 or 26 to hit. Yeah, just barely. You, you, you just barely got him. <laughs> um, 25 points of damage. Yeah, he, he, he goes down. He was, he had five hit points left. <laughs> okay. He, yeah, he goes down. He not, you knock him out. <laughs> okay. I wait for him to recover. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's a little bit, but he finally comes to, and he was like, okay. "Oh, all right, I've got, ow, I've got attacking down. I got to work on that defense. Oh, that hurt." Keep moving. People like you and me can't take the blows like the heavily armored ones can, but I have something for that. And leaving the gift wrapping on, and remembering Sophia's for a moment and against my own will beaming a little bit at her gift and knowing that she would want it to be used 
for something kind and pure, I give Redert a health potion. All right. And he takes it for your mission. Thanks. Uh, and he, I'll, he put on my He's like, in his work clothes, he's like, but I'll, I'll put it in my satchel when I get back inside. Um, Remember, you're your own man now. You do what you feel is right at all times. And trust that your instincts will lead you to good things. Thanks. I am um, really for everything. I, um, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I extend my hand. Uh, he he takes it. Shake it. He gave me a second. I have to get going. And uh, I promise, I'm not going to waste it. I feel like second lives don't come at every opportunity, so I'm going to do good with it. No. No, they don't. Respect, warrior, Reddit, member of Force Gray. Not yet. I'm just, I'm just a gray hand initiate. I'm not Force Gray yet, but someday. Not even that yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you well, have to earn initiative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but um, be safe out there. Uh, a lot of bad stuff in the air. I don't know what that red sky was, but. I have a feeling that you're getting in on things. Just be careful. I'd like a few more lessons, right? All right. You do the same. Don't let any monks push you around. They're pretentious old asses, as far as I can see. <laughs> I'll take your wisdom to heart. I... I leave, passing by his uncle, giving him a nod. Uh, did you and want? You said you wanted to get oil and rope. Yeah, 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 yeah. The basic adventuring stuff that I use all the time. Okay, a rope will be. A, how much oil do you want? Um, because I've got the lamp, I would like as much as I can carry. So we'll say four. Four flasks. Four pints. Yeah. Okay. Flasks um, a pint. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and another fifty foot of rope. Yes. Okay. And anything else? No, I think that's good. Uh, it rings up to f uh, 14 silver, and he brings it down to one gold. And uh, I came again for his generosity. Last time I gave it right. for free, but you know, from now on, you'll just get a discount. <laughs> I'm not going to blame a man who needs to make money. And I'm not going to blame a man that gave my nephew a second chance. He's earned it. Don't let anyone else tell him otherwise. Goodbye, sir. Good day. And I kind of look behind me a little bit but I shake off the impending feeling of guilt and I dig deep into myself as I go off 
to talk to Orso about a great many things. And that is where we're going to stop tonight's episode. Yep. Yeah. Wow, great, great, great scene. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, if you haven't, make sure to enter hashtag beyond or hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win Mythic Dice, which have been rolling really, really well for Logan tonight. Or uh, hey. uh, creating a miniature from Eldritch Foundry. They have really cool stuff coming out soon. So yep. you definitely want that miniature. Remember, enter only once. Yep. Hashtag beyond, hashtag Eldritch. Um, yeah. Um, if you want to know what happened to Harold, there should be a VOD. There's a VOD on the Venture yes. Maidens. Um, yeah. Uh, Twitch channel. Um, it yeah. was an incredible uh, block party event. Uh, I got to play in it yesterday. Um, they raised, uh, I don't know what the, I think they were over $8,000. Yeah, they were 8234 oh, yeah. when I left. So. And they, wow. And they had another oh, game. wow. Really? Amazing. Yeah. That's Epic awesome. Wow. So, uh, amazing charity they raised for the Trevor Project, um, a charity that focuses on LGBTQ plus community. Um, yeah, and... it's a great, great cause. Um, thank you to everyone that was there and donated and came over here. Uh, welcome to D4. Uh, uh, over 13,000 raised. Wow. Final. Oh, so wow. Amazing. Wow. Um, also, wow. if, you, if you didn't see it, Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. I was on Beyond Heroes. Heroes. Uh, that, yeah. that already on YouTube. If you can check the D&D Beyond YouTube, you can see Harold uh, over there and find out so how good. he lost his leg. <laughs> so good. Uh, and Hold then, up. Harold, yeah. Does this now mean that people could use heat metal on you? <gasps> oh, Why no. are you giving the DMs ideas? No, no, no. <laughs> Logan. Genius. <laughs> no, Let's go ahead and, uh, pull those winners, Bailey. <laughs> That's brilliant. I didn't even think about the that. irony. Funny. Oh, don't worry, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope the chat really enjoyed all my cat cameos. Cheese has been very <laughs> upset. <laughs> I, I need, a, I need <laughs> attention to me. Take a couple level of monks and then heat metal on my own leg and start kicking people. Winner <laughs> <laughs> of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is New Lexicon. I'll be in contact. Oh God. We're pulling the uh, D&D Beyond Mythic Dice. There are going to be two pulls for that. Nice. Two winners tonight. They are so awesome. They're really cool. Uh, um, all right. Our two winners for that is, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Sio Suldan? Soldan. Soldan? Yeah, as in like, Golden? <laughs> Sol, as in like. Yes. Soldan and Twiggy Sick. Oh, Hell yeah. Sick. Yay to both of you. So congrats to that. We oh. will. Uh, we will 100% get that uh, info to you and get you those. Seal Dan, okay. Hey. It's pronounced Seoul. Okay, Seoul it is. Dan. Okay, it's, it's a city in Korea. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I told. I, I said I was gonna butcher it before I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, butcher, I butcher stuff all the time. I know. I, I don't word well. <laughs> uh, uh, congratulations to all of our winners, and um, be excellent to each other. Yeah. May you always roll with advantage. Good, Good night, night, everybody. Good night. Night. Oh man, that's a lot to process. I need a break. Continue to follow us every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl or listen to the podcast every Sunday on a one-week delay. Harold, I told you. Voss, you help him this time. I'm done. Rock punch.